welcome to Eternal Darkness of Not So Spotless Mind podcast. There will be spoilers and swearing. And that's the Spotless Minds Podcast with your host, Matt, and my co-host, Kate. How are you doing, Kate? You're so fucking stupid. <laughs> well, it's got to be done. Everybody, <laughs> everybody loves dumb voices. I just, yeah, no, it's just, I just, right, so behind the curtains, Matt never tells me what he's doing. And right. every time I think, I never, I always forget that he does dumb shit. <laughs> and it gets catches off oh, it just gets me every time. I'm just like I just like sit there with my like head in my hands, just like what Going, am I oh, fucking no. hearing what the right fuck now? Fuck is this shit? <laughs> anyway, how are you doing? So funny. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I am good. Um, yeah, like I just come off holiday. Oh yeah, how was that? Hot. Hot. I went to well, Crete. Yeah. If anyone's not sure about what's happening in Crete, take a look at the weather and the news. <laughs> it is warm. Um, how, how, how hot are you talking? So on our last day, it was 41 degrees and 30 degrees at night. Fucking hell. Yeah. Like I, so I'd left my AirPods up on my parents' sunroof because my, my family live in, in Greece. Um, they live in Crete. So I was there visiting them with my kid. And I left my AirPods up from the previous night. I'd gone up there, you know, had like a glass of wine, book to read, you know, kids in bed. I'm just going to chill out and listen to music and read my book, right? But yeah. I'd, I'd left them up there. So I was like, oh, fuck, better go get them. <clears throat> and I literally went out of my parents' beautifully haircut house and like went out, opened the patio doors. And it was like, you know, when you step off an airplane. Yeah, and you, you get, get that wash of heat. You're like, yeah, fuck. it was like that, but 10 times. Wow, it was, okay. I never felt anything like that. And then I literally, I was, I'm an idiot, didn't put shoes on. So the floor scolded my fucking feet. Um, Jesus. And it's wow. stone as well. It's not as if it's granite or concrete either. It's white stone. It shouldn't, it should reflect the heat though. Yeah. Um, but it didn't. And I, so I ran up the stairs, like one, no, two flights of stairs, like, you know, like the little, it's kind of like an Escher painting sort of thing, like one and then one way and then the other goes the other way so like technically one flight of stairs but in two bits grabbed my airpods got down the stairs again and i was sweating i must have been Jesus outside for Christ. almost 15 seconds i was sweating <laughs> i mean that could just be like a comment on how unfit i am <laughs> yeah well well me, me, meanwhile for those of you not in the uk if you go and step outside and get your airpods uh you have to put on about five layers and take out a fucking umbrella because the weather here is fucking shite. Yeah, it has been beautiful. I love it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I'm one of those what they like those reverse those reverse weather things where like I get really bogged down in the sun, but I love the rain and the cold. Yeah. Do, do, yeah. do you like that? You I like that? It. I love it. Yeah, I fucking hate it. I just want sunshine it makes me all so the time. Happy. It makes me so happy. The sun, right? I don't mind summer when it's like a nice 20 something like 20 22 degrees a nice breeze and i'm not having to rush around like if right, i'm okay. like chilling out in the garden or in a beer garden or on holiday it could be up to 25 if i'm by a pool with a cocktail in my book that's all great it's when it's like any hotter than that or like 
I'm in my day to day having to, you know, get my kids to school, run around like a blue ass spider doing shit. Like I've got a, you know, my, my job currently, like I'm, I look after kids. So like, you know, we're running around after one year olds all day and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm and like, yeah. Yeah. So you're probably, probably quite so enjoying that yeah I fucking love it like it makes me feel so lethargic I just have no you know some people I think you're probably like this get out the sun it's like oh yeah get that energy fucking let's go yeah nah like for me I just want to pass out like I'm just like and not from heat but just I feel I just get so like yeah. my, my energy just wipes I just can't do it so like yeah, I'm not so a I, summer person I, lo- I love it when it's warm you know it's just it, it gives you a spring in your step you know, okay, it can get hot with work outside after working oh, yeah, the shade sometimes. But you know, you just come back, you think, yay, day's finished, come home, crack open a beer. Uh yeah, love it. But no, not this summer, UK. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. This summer like it's been it's it's been a one. Yeah. Um but the holiday was, otherwise was lovely. We just came in at midday every day. Like we went to the beach, sat in the shade. Um, Ava's learned to swim in the sea. Oh, this is right. Well, kind of. She's Jim's still got armbands and that, but you know, um, yeah. and she loves that and stuff. So, but it meant that she never wanted to come in. So it was like, right, well, I guess at eleven thirty, we're packing up and we're going home because I don't want to. It's getting too coming. much. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. too way way too hot. So like, yeah. So we spent like a lot. Of, my mum had like um, a paddling pool in the garden in the shade for her. So like, you know, she was fine. But like. It meant though that I, it was quite nice. I got to read a lot, which I don't get to do very often. And, you know, just sort of spend actually time, like just time talking. with mum and dad. Oh, that's great. And mum and dad. So and yeah, no, it was, it was nice. Yeah. Um, and then I got back and the flight was delayed, obviously. I got back at what? like four in the morning and then I had to get up early the next day to go to Bristol, um, enroll in this course that I've started for hairdressing, which will start in September. Whoop, whoop. Um, and Ooh. do a bunch of errands because I had a wedding the next day. <laughs> oh, bloody hell, wow. Okay. So I'm I'm tired. Uh, You're was, tired? Yeah. But you, you don't sleep. I know, but it's like, it's the physical exertion because the, the, at the wedding, it was a Kaylee. Do you know what that is? It's like the Irish barn dance. Ah, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My fucking calf still hurt. It's like four, like three, four days later. I also, as well, I got lucky on Saturday night, so... That's Did you? Yeah, it was oh, nice. <laughs> it was like, all right, so I kind of talked, I, I recorded, and this is the other thing as well, I just recorded on my other show, Heart of Horror, until about 2 a.m. last night as well. Um, but like, we I kind of talked. Bo to see you. Bo to see you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, so I kind of told the story then, but like, basically, I had a hookup arranged for tomorrow, but he bailed. And so I was just leaving, feeling a little bit blue board. So I just went online. <laughs> <laughs> I just to match with someone I was like you feel later I went and watched a film at cinema and then like he came by after and then yeah <laughs> bingo it, bango well not actually oh. not actually no what you let yeah, it goes, I'm gonna like I'm gonna like make your night I'm gonna you know whatever I kid you not right without being too graphic because it is not my other show but Right, let's just say we didn't even get to the finish. We didn't get, no, but no, finish. We didn't even get to the race. We didn't, even get, to didn't get to the race. finish line. Didn't get to the finish line. Didn't even get to the fucking race. Right, oh, we were in the warm ups. Oh, crikey. We were in the fucking warm ups for 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah, before he packed it in. 
and I was like, you don't think it was like done, do you? <laughs> um, turns out he did. Um, so, um, yeah, brilliant. I was like, awesome, this is really worth it. Oh, no, in fairness, a... <laughs> like he did kind of return the favor a little bit, but it was just like, I want to race. I want to reach, the, I want to like ride a horse. <laughs> All right, we just need to reach for the draw after he's gone. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I'm not Fair even, oh, not right. even well, joking. Let's not, let's not go there. But yeah, unless, like. Unless the viewers want to hear that. <laughs> no, they got my other show for that. <laughs> they got this my is a horror podcast. <laughs> it is a horror podcast, not a smart podcast. Allegedly. Allegedly, shut up. What have you been up to anyway? Besides, uh, I, I, I've been really busy. I've had a lot of shit going on. Um, you have, yeah. I've got no broadband. I've disconnected, um, and I'm not going to have broadband for up to eight weeks, which Boom. is a bit of a shitter. But never mind. We plow on. So yeah, um, using my shitty 4G uh, to record, but hopefully it sounds okay. Fingers yeah. Crossed. Well, I mean, I I can't. Um, what else? Um, myself and Marianne went to a festival. Uh, oh, yeah. Not last weekend, weekend before, which was great. Uh, but it got off to a bit of a bumpy start. Uh, we arrived at this festival. Marianne brought kitchen sink, so we had to lug all this crap down to the gate. I mean, there was so much stuff. Um, but we had this kind of like thing to pull all our gear along. Oh, my, we like got a little cart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> We got through the gate, got our wristbands, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we ha had to take our stuff past a sniffer dog. <gasps> no. I shit bags. I totally didn't think there was going to be a sniffer dog there. Why? There's always sniffer dogs at festivals. Are there? Yeah. Not in, not in my day. They never. I haven't been to a festival for years. I just oh, didn't even mate, think. There's always sniffer dogs uh, now. And, and let's just say, uh, yeah, this dog went fucking ballistic. <laughs> Shit. Uh, and I was like, uh, and she goes, right, your dog's, dog's pinged, pinged you. Uh, can you come with me, please? Oh, no. I said, I said, are you on your own? I said, no, I'm here with my wife. So, right, we better grab her too. She's like, oh. what's going on? I said, I've been pinged by the drug dog. She goes, what? And she was just like, what? She was Marianne, no. No. <gasps> no. Um, and let's just say it wasn't what she thought I would have, which would be uh, some weed. Oh, I had some magic, magic. Oh, right. <laughs> magic beans in my pocket. Um, of course you fucking uh, did, because it's a fucking festival. Uh, yeah. So she was like, "You're fucking joking." She was fuming. Oh, I was like, "Ah, sorry." I was just kind of like, "Yeah." I just thought, you know, she just didn't know these sort of things really um so yeah we all got searched she got searched um uh, all my stuff got searched and they were like look the dog's gone mental and this is all you've got i'm like yeah and then you're at a festival and this is all you got i said well yeah it was just you know just for one night really <laughs> wait uh, Anna, is that the copper saying is this all you got yeah yeah are they drug shaming you is this yeah the security's like this is all you got i was like yeah well, the dog's gone <laughs> absolutely mental. I was like, uh, but it, I think stupidly it was because I put my special beans in with my weed, you see, and my weed really stinks. Oh, so yeah, I think that's why the dog was going crazy. You might have gotten away with the magic beans. Uh, yeah. You might have been climbing your fucking beanstalk, Jack. I know. Well, next time I'll shove them up my ass. 
role, like any self-respecting <laughs> festival goer. Yes, exactly. So anyway, <laughs> that was the end of my beans. They went in the bin. Uh, oh no, that's so tragic. Thankfully, the security were very good and sort of said uh, they had a word with her. So, look, you know, he's been really cool about it. He's been honest, upfront. Most people are just shits, but he's been really nice. And you yeah. can tell he's really, he's a bit gutted. Um, not because they're t- taking his beans, but he's gutted that, you know, that you're pissed off. But yeah. Anyway. Oh, they did you a solid then. Yeah. So, basically, really cool. what, they, what the police have done and go, like, is that all you got? Oh, a bit of a sad sack, let him off. Yeah, well, no, they weren't. They weren't police. They weren't police. They were just, just security. The, the security. So that's risky though, because Marianne works in NHS. I know. <laughs> I bet. She, bet she was quick to remind you of that as well, wasn't she? Yes. Yes, yeah. she was. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but she was. Uh, she was alright about it. You give us some right marijuana, and it'll be like, <laughs> yeah, good chill right out. <laughs> it was just lucky that Florence wasn't with us. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. Brought no, her you wouldn't have done that. If she was. That's yeah. But uh, there we go. So that's Ooh. my news. Well, do you want Ooh. to hear about my uh, my brush with the law? Oh, go on then. Right. So we're uh, so I went on holiday, as I said, and um, we're at the airport. Oh, first off, though, right. So it's me and me and Ava. First off, we're waiting by the security bit. To we've we've checked in our bags. We're just doing all the bit where you go through and you get scanned and you whatever, right? A- A- Ava's not your mule, is she? Well, <laughs> well. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> wow. So first off, what's quite funny is that there's this young lad who's just at the end of the line just saying, yeah, go over here, please go over here kind of thing. Ava, the dickhead, starts undoing my fucking fly on these baggy, like, combats that I'm wearing because of pure comfort. And, like, I didn't realise that she had undone the button and she starts undoing the fly, trying to pull my fucking trousers down in the middle of Bristol <laughs> Airport. <laughs> And I realised what she was doing just, like, in time. I was like, Jesus, Ava, what the... I didn't say what the fuck, but I was just like, Ava, what are you doing? And the guy just looked and just burst out Uh-oh. laughing. And Uh-oh. I'm just, just like, yeah, brilliant. And I was just like, do you want kids? And he was just like, no, not really. like, you don't want this one? <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then we put our stuff through and everything and then go through the metal detector. And, like, I get Ava to go first, obviously. Uh-huh. And then I follow in behind her. Nothing for me goes off. I've got rings, I've got jewellery on, everything. nothing goes off. She's wearing leggings and a fabric dress and like Velcro shoes. And for some okay. reason, hers goes off, right? Oh. <laughs> and the guy goes, this like big burly guy, he goes to me, he's like, all right, step aside here. How old is she? Oh, oh. And I'm like, she, she's five. He's like, right, would you like to wait over here then? I'm like, what? Oh, like wow. I thought when I said she's Jeez. five, he was going to be like, oh yeah, no worries on Don't your worry way. Don't worry about it. Because, uh-uh. you know, and he's like, right, if you can just step over here then, please. And I'm just like, are you, Shit. Are you fucking serious? Like, all right. So we step over and then this woman comes over and she's very nice. She's like, and she was very nice. And she was just like, are you the mum? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, is it okay if I just pat her down? I'm like, I mean, I guess. Like, what am I supposed to do? Say no? Like, um, you know. Yeah. And then, like, she pats it down. Oh, no, that's it. Uh, she put They put her through one of those x-ray things. Yeah. So she's had my little five-year-old little girl, my little angel <laughs> with her hands up in the air. Like she's oh, like, bless. do you know what I mean? Like surrendering. What was it? Her belt? No, she literally had nothing. They, yeah, I'll tell, right. So we get through and then this woman comes over because they see there's something on her leg, right? On her left leg. <laughs> the, thing it, the thing of it is, 
is that she has a really big lump under her skin at the moment on her left leg because she right. bruised her bone at, a, at a, an incident at school. So she's patting down, she's lifting up her leggings and there's this big lump there. And I'm like, I'm kind of like half joking, but also I don't know if this is actually possible, but I'm like, that's not drugs. I was like, that's her bruise. She's got a bruised bone because she had an incident at school. And they just sort of look at me and I couldn't tell if, because they don't say anything. They don't let on nothing, do they? Oh my and God. I couldn't tell if she just thought, like, if she was just like suspicious or just like, of course not, you fucking idiot. That's not how that works. I'm like, I literally, I'm like, I'm just like thinking wildly, like, what the fuck is this? They then get her to stand up on this little platform bit and pat down her legs and her feet. They get her to remove her shoes. She's five. They get her to remove her shoes. They take the shoes away for inspection and then get her to go back through the x-ray thing i'm just like the fuck what the fuck right and then they bring the shoes back and they're like oh yeah no it must have just been the buckle or something i'm just like stress what just and, happened and, 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 and going on holiday is stressful anyway oh yeah mega stressful i mean luckily um her dad works at the airport and he was there well he wasn't there there but he he was kind of like waiting for us on the other side, if that makes sense. So I knew that like, if anything was like, he could probably, it would probably be fine. Yeah. But like, it was still mega stressful. Like it was just, I, I just could not believe what I was seeing and hearing. I was just like, I mean, I guess, you know, people do, people use that. They put drugs in the box. Yeah, they do. It's awful. And I'm like, so I kind of understood it, but I was just like, do I look mm. like a like? Does she look like a hardened criminal? Do you look like? Do I look like a hard? Do yeah. I look like a hardened criminal? Like you know, I know I've got a bit of an edge to me. What work? It, it, but it, like, it, it, it just takes all. It literally just takes all sorts. They, you know, they've got to treat everybody. I, I, you know what? It the is same, you absolutely know? right that they do that. Like I'm not mad at it at all. It was just so bewildering to me in the moment. But yeah. I was just like, all of these like you know prior like not prior uh, these like precautions and stuff and i'm go through all of these machines and all of these pat downs and take her shoes away and i'm like fuck you now i put on a flip-flops on the journey back i was like i'm doing that again yeah, and i go through that shit yeah, yeah and i literally i baited breath watching her go through the metal detector and like nothing it was fine. oh yeah and i managed to get 200 packs of cigarettes for like 35 quid at duty free that was well good bargain no not 200 packs sorry 20 packs of 10 so 200 cigarettes yeah, I said 200 packs. Okay. Yeah, not 200 packs. But like, for those who don't know, you basically get, you could get three packs for 35 quid. Like, so yeah. Oh, oh I see. Oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah. You got 10 packs for what the equivalent over here would be. About, free. Yeah, exactly. Fucking well, cigarettes are so expensive these days. It's so fucking big. In Greece, they're only like three quid something. There's like four yeah. euros. For a pack of twenty. I should go there and take up smoking. Mate, I basically did. Nice. It's like way more than I normally would do. I normally just take a couple of days. Like going, I went through sixty in a week, nearly. Oh God. It's because my mum smokes. It's because my mum oh, smokes. Oh, does she? Yeah. Uh, so okay. every time she went out, I'd be like, oh, join you. Also, my dad is doing my nothing. <laughs> but yeah, um, there's family in it. Right. Anyway. What are you drinking? Oh, right. So I've been waiting to open oh. this. Oh, so this is. No, I haven't oh. actually. It was. Oh, boo. Yeah. Um, it was just so hot. We didn't go anywhere to do, to get anything cool. And my parents like live in this tiny little village and it would be like 
rocket fuel, whatever I could get from like the locals. So no thanks. Um, no, this is something I bought about a month ago. Oh. Um, and it's uh, it's only Hendrix gin, but it's their new limited edition range for spring slash summer. Oh, okay. And it's called Flora Adora gin from their Cabinet oh, not heard of that. Yeah, so I like, they've got the winter ones, which are like the Lunar Gin and things like that. And this is Flora Adora. So it says, from our cabinet of curiosities, Hendrix Flora Adora is a, it sounds like some sort of like fairy princess name, doesn't it? Flora Adora. Dora the Explorer. Yeah. Is a limited release gin from Ms. Leslie Gracie's cabinet of curiosity. For this luscious masterpiece, Miss Gracie has selected very enticing flowers beloved by our nectar-loving friends of the garden. That, that's bees. Right, that's, that's bees. Um, <laughs> exquisite with tonic and a slice of cucumber or perhaps try it in a Hendrix Flora Adora Wild Garden Cup. And then it gives the recipe. And if I was organised, I might have done that. But I'm not, so I'm doing it with my usual fever tree tonic. Indian. Nice. Yeah, what are you drinking? Nice. Oh, do you want to actually try to do a bit of a glug? Uh, do a bit of a glug. Go on, yeah. Right then. Oh Zero. no! What the fuck? Spilled that glass it. isn't clean. Hold on a minute. Have you gone? She's gone. Oh dear, listeners. She's gone again. She's off. Oh, she's back. Oh. I had washed that glass up, right? What the fuck have you said? Oh, you know what? I'll find out in the edit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I thought I'd washed that glass up, but it had milk in it, and I don't think I washed it all out properly at the bottom, and now it looks really fucking horrible, so I've got to go through Milky. that again. Mm, more like, because that was, I did, I washed up before I went on holiday, so. Jizz. No, it's milk, but it's just gone gross uh, because it's been not clean for like uh, 10 days. It's like jizz. <laughs> Curdled. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, do you want to hear some of this lovely ASMR of my Let's drinking board? Ready? Oh shit, no, I've done it again. I've done it again! I forgot oh, no. I'm pouring gin and I've poured... Oh no. I She's even be pissed, said... Everybody. I even oh, said, God. I promised Here I wasn't going to get drunk this time. Look, I'm just going to yeah, put yeah, two... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. I'm just, look, I'm just going to put two cans. So this will just be like two drinks in one. I'm going to put... Wait. Oh, sucking it. Oh, some of that. Right, some look, of that. I'll, I'll just, I'll put in two cans. All right, so it's two drinks. All right? Okay. That's just all right. Pace yourself. Yeah, pace yourself. I'll, I'll try. Right, what are you drinking? What am I drinking? Yeah. I'm just drinking basic Bex. Can you hear me? Oh, classic. Just classic Bex. Um, I'm using a company called Discount Dragon. Hey, Discount Dragon, uh, and they sell and they sell booze really cheap. Um, so I got like forty cans of Bex for I don't know about twenty quid or something. Nice. Can I just say so, this gin yeah. is so nice. It's like it's got nice. like a, a floral bouquet of roses. It tastes like rose like like rose lemonade shit, you know. Oh, nice. Mm. Nice. Sorry, yeah, you were saying sorry. Oh, it's just Bex. And here it goes. Oh! Right in the ear hole. You are welcome, listeners. That's what here people are tuning for. That's the good shit. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. I'm going to do a little... Oh, that was rubbish. Let me try again. 
that good? Cheers, it was. We heard it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded really flat and rubbish. I wanted that to be... Oh, look, I've got a Prosecco glass from yesterday. Hold on. Wait. Oh! Oh, that was... Good. Oh! That ping. Oh, that was... Yeah, that did ping. Proper. 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 Um, right then. <laughs> right then. Buy a rent of in it, shall we? Let's go. You can go first. Oh, okay. Ladies so, first. Oh. Um, so, my first movie is, uh, these are all you'll be proud to know, our 2023 releases. Woohoo! So, this one is Tin and Tina from Netflix. Didn't you do this last time? Oh, wait, shit. Did I not update this? Wait, <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, uh, I haven't. No, I didn't do this last time. Oh. Wait, did I? I have a feeling you might have. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, because I don't remember saying... No, I no, I didn't, because I've got it as my dumb reviews. And I don't remember see, saying these reviews. Oh, okay. I think maybe you and I just chatted about it. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Let's do it again anyway, because it's such a great film. <laughs> Oh, wait, did we do it? I think we did. <laughs> no, because now worry. I'm remembering shit. Don't worry. It's right. just about these two annoying little kids who are slightly religious. I yeah. haven't seen the film. <laughs> it's shit. Um, I'm now really fucking... Did I read these reviews and I've just... Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't okay. worry. Okay, I'll have to do like a, maybe a quick a quick thing or something else. Uh, right, yeah, so Tina and Tina, Tina and Tina, it's shit, it's generic and it makes no fucking sense. Bin it. There you go. Bin it. Straight in bin there it. with a bin it. Bin it. Right, yeah. Okie dokie. Your turn. Uh, I watched uh, a film on uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah? Uh, called Ivana. Okay. Uh, by Kimo Stambol. Stambol. Uh, right. It's a 2022 movie, but it's only kind of come out this year. Or, yeah. You know, uh, end of last year, perhaps. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna count it as this year anyway. Uh, it's by the guy. It's an Indonesian film, I think. Okay. Uh, it's it's done by the guy who did Queen of Black uh, Black Magic. Seen that? Oh no, but I remember um, Scott and Liam bumming it, and I it's like it's in the back of my mind to watch, but I never remember to watch it. If that makes sense. But like any time I hear about, yeah. I'm like, fuck, I need to watch that because it's on yeah. Shudder, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but this one, yeah, it's on Prime, 103 minute runtime. It's basically, it's, right. uh, I think it's a, a really good, tense ghost story. Um, cool. Basically, uh, there's a blind girl. I'm not going to say too much, but there's, there's this blind girl, turns up with her brother. Her parents have died, so she's staying with uh, her relatives who have this kind of home. Uh, and I kind of guess it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's um, the home was previously uh, run by um, Dutch people during, okay. uh, in in Indonesia during the, but then the Japanese invaded oh, no. during the Second already. World War. What's that? My head hurts already. Like we've got okay. wait Indonesia in where? It's in it's in, in Indonesia. Indonesia. Where are they from? Right. What, what? What? Where are they from? Indonesia. No, but you said another nation. Right. Okay. The the in a house which used to be 
run by a Dutch family. Right, yeah. In in, in, the, in Indonesia. In, in Indonesia, Indonesia got, and then the Japanese invade. Invaded and killed oh. loads of people. And basically, I don't want to say too much, but... Uh, is that going to give it away? No, I don't think it is, really. Basically... Actually, no, no, I can't really say it. Uh, so anyway, the, this, this, this young uh, lass and her son basically turn up at this house and shit starts happening. And it's very eerie and spooky. It's a bit, bit slow to get going. Yeah. But it ramps up and, and gets really good um, as it goes along. At first, I thought, oh, this is a bit wank. Uh, yeah. But no, it, it really, really starts getting going, and it's really quite gory. Is uh, it? Some, nice. Yeah, some really good surprising moments. Um, yeah, I can't really say too much. But yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's a buy it from me. Nice, it's, and that's on Prime. It's on Prime, and it could cool. be in my top ten. Ooh, okay. Also, no, I didn't do Tin and Tina. Oh, you didn't? Okay. So I don't know why both of us have a memory of it, but no, last time I did Clock mind cage and joan is awful oh yes of course you did yeah so i, I don't, don't know, know why, why we both got these i don't know maybe we just chatted about it off air maybe i okay. don't know but yeah i do remember having like it's weird in it but yeah tin and teen is just a bit shit it's just very generic and bullshit okay it makes, and makes so, no fucking sense and the cat and that's what and that's fuck. on netflix i haven't yeah. got around to watching it yet i mean it's worthwhile watching for like bottom five contender <laughs> Because I have to shit, remind wow. myself that we always have to like, we have to watch the shit as well so that we can have stuff. For oh, trust me, <laughs> I've was... seen enough shit for this year. So I no, I know. Them. But the thing is, though, is that because I don't have loads of time, I always try and watch stuff Which that I think good. I'll like. Yeah. And I have to like, no, you do have to also watch some shit because otherwise you're going to have nothing for your bottom five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, fair enough. So I got one so far, at least anyway. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, oh, cool, nice. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Um, and I reckon, yeah, count it for this year. If it's not been available here until this year, then yeah, we're, you know, we're an English podcast, so. Yeah. Cool. What's your right. number two? My <laughs> number two, you gave me a fear now, so I changed it to something else I'd seen, but maybe I'll go back to it. Okay. Or maybe I won't, because I can't really remember it. No, fuck it. I, I'll, I'll go back to my other one because um, everyone knows that my other option, which was Becky, is awesome. So I don't really need... That's not going to be news to anyone. Um, <clears throat> so the other one I've watched was from this year. I'm just retyping it in on my notes. So when it comes uh-huh. to I'm invented in it on the onlines, I don't forget what the fuck I've done. Um, Raffin um, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually haven't gotten around to watching that yet because I don't know where to... Is it on? Where is it too? It's not... Uh, it's out there. Right, got you. Um, no, this is Run Rabbit Run, also on Netflix. It's an Australian oh. horror movie. Have you seen it? I have, yes. Yeah, what did you think? Uh, I was bored shitless. Yeah, it wasn't as anywhere near as good as I expected it to be. Now, I still enjoyed my time with it, um, but I would say it is kind of forgettable because I have forgotten most of it. <laughs> um, but I remember liking some aspects. of it. <laughs> okay. I think I liked the characters. I think there was like I think I liked uh, like cinematography. I think it was. A, I think for me it was a very well made film. But I just didn't think it was really breaking any new ground. I didn't really think it was. It was. It could have gone a lot further with what it had. 
and it just didn't, yeah. and it was a bit sort of stalemate. But I still think it's worth a watch, especially because it's on Netflix, you may as well. It's not a long film either. Um, but yeah, it was just sort of a little bit middle of the road, a bit mid for me. Um, but the way that it was put together, I remember being very good, and I remember there was some really um, interesting, really kind of cool imagery on it. Um, but that's sort of kind of all I can remember. So it's a rent it from me. Okay. <laughs> I saw, I just look at my review. What did you write? <laughs> I'm what did you write? I'm Alice. I'm Alice. No, you're not. You're oh, yeah, that's done. right. Okay, I remember it now. No, fuck off. I remember that now. Yeah. I remember that now. Uh, yeah, I remember it now. Yeah, I thought it actually, no, I thought it was actually kind of like a, a cool concept. I just wish they'd gone further with it. And the ending was predictable as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it was a decent idea. They just didn't do it how it could have been done. Yeah, exactly. It, it had potential for sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it's a rent. It's not a bad film. It's just not like, it's not blowing my mind. Yeah, I, yeah, I gave it two and a half stars. I think I gave it three. Let me have a look. Okay. Um, okay. I can just tell you, you gave it three and a half. I gave it three and a half, did I? You oh, did, yeah. Knocking that, knocking that down. You're obviously pissed. <laughs> I'm feeling generous. Yeah, always. Um, yeah, cool. All right. What's your, um, what's your number next two? One? Uh, my number two is a Shudder exclusive uh, that's come out this year, and it's called Quicksand. Okay. Do you know about Quicksand? No, I've not. I actually have been a bit out of the loop with the Shudder stuff. Oh, okay. Well, Quicksand, uh, as the film describes, basically, is about quicksand. But not this particular quicksand, because this quicksand doesn't suck you under. It kind of sucks you a little bit and just keeps oh. you there for the oh, rest of the it? fucking film. Does yeah. it? Uh, yeah, it's fucking shite. I, I, I cannot tell you how bored... You hate a single sh- location, though, don't you? I, I, I do generally... Uh, Oh god! But it's just the the characters. Basically, these this couple, they're in Colombia. They're there through work or something, but mm-hmm. they hate each other and they're going their separate ways. I think, but they're in the hotel together. And uh, is it marriage counselling? No, it's just fucking pair of cunts who <laughs> just argue all the time. I hated them. Are both. they married? Are they? Yeah, yeah. They're oh, so they're colleagues and they're married. Yeah, but they're gonna I, I just, split. Like, yeah, but they get stuck in some quicksand, I, and then they work it all out. And I imagine they end up uh, together. Oh, it's just uh, fucking. Uh, literally, I just wanted them both to drown ASAP. Uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, this quicksand doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't suck you under like normal quicksand. It just kind of holds you there for creatures to come out, um, like boa constrictors, uh, oh, which right. bite, which bite them. Uh, uh, but these boa constrictors are venomous, which those of you not, know, boa not. constrictors aren't venomous, are they? But no, not they can that's, that's that's why the they're called boa constrictors. Constrictors, they, but no, they, in this one they're venomous and oh dear. There's some scenes in it, and I mean, well, there's this one particular scene. Uh, it's just. Uh, He's basically dying of venom. I, I don't care. I'm going to spoil the fuck out of this. Sorry, everybody. Go ahead. Skip ahead for 30 uh, seconds if you're worried. So, yeah, yeah. Skip ahead. Okay. Uh, he gets bitten by this snake, uh, this non-venomous snake, but he's dying of 
uh, venom poison. poison. Yeah. And she basically cuts it out of his neck. Right. Right. And oh, that's what it was. Or oh, I can't remember. She, she cuts him or something in his neck, right. and then se- seals the wound. It's just, that, it's just fucking that's bullshit. That's not how that works. If anyone has seen snakes on a plane, what you do is you get some olive oil or any oil, you put it in your mouth, and then you suck out the poison and then spit it out. But the oil protects you from as long as you don't swallow it. Protects yeah. You from many cuts and stuff. Oh, See, it, everyone slams on snakes on the plane, but it's fucking educational in life and death situations. <laughs> well, exactly. But this one is just, it's just bullshit. <laughs> it's just bullshit. People are annoying. It's a binet from me. Seriously, shudder. Even sort your shit this year. It, it, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit embarrassing. A- at least, at least in the middle of the AMC Plus, who've got it now? But anyway, they're fucking on big time. And it's going down the pan. And I've, mm. I've, I've binned it. I have you. I don't yeah. think I'm going to bin it because there's still a lot of content on there that I haven't watched from previous years. Yeah. But. I am 100% in agreement with you in terms of their output lately. Oh, and like the UK great. has been absolutely like, it's embarrassing. It's like one, one film. Yeah. In June, one film in June and two in July. Yeah. It's like, Something come like on guys, sort your shit yeah. out. It's been bullshit. Sorry, Shutter, but up your ass. Yeah. What was your up. number three? Number three is a film I watched on Saturday. And that is the new A24 movie, Talk To Me. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, which I, no, I of, want to know about this. Well, because of, the, <laughs> because of the, the movie title and my lack of being able to remember anything and the movie poster. You can't talk to me. <laughs> I, no, I keep, I keep wanting to call it Talk To The Hand. <laughs> um, but it's not that, it's called Talk To Me. Um, and so, yeah, so I would say um, this is like A24 movies in terms of the themes um, okay. that it deals with. Um, and it, but I would say that if it wasn't A24, I probably, or like if someone, if like, it doesn't necessarily feel like an A24 film. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not got that sort of like epic feel like a lot of their movies have. Okay. Yeah. 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 I do. Yeah. However, um, it is a, so it's, I don't want to really explain too much, but it's like, it's a supernatural horror. Um, It's kind of, kind of seancey, but not hokey. Yeah. Okay. And the way that the way that they've done it, they can clearly see the folklore that it's taken from, but they've done it in a way that I haven't really seen in a film. Like they've done it in quite a a different Mm. way. They've taken the idea of like seances and and you know dumb idiot Ouija and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, whatever. And they've modernized it in a way that really makes sense. And although these characters are fucking stupid. Like they, it's 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 kind of believable too. Okay, you know, like okay, just yeah, because yeah. Of the type of people they are, the ages they are, and stuff like that. The characters themselves are really interesting. They're diverse. Um, they they work well together. They're not all friends. Um, some of them really just don't like each other at all, but they're kind of thrown in, and that's a really cool like dynamic to see. The mum played by Miranda Otto. 
Henry don't know who she is. Miranda Osset. Uh, she but... played one of the aunts in the Sabrina reboot. She was in Lord of the Rings. She's an Australian actress. Okay, I'd recognise her then, yeah? Australian. Yeah, you'd recognise her. She plays the mum and she is MVP. That mum is, is going to be me when Ava's a teenager. MVP? She's most valuable player. Oh, um, right. It's like a basketball term because, you know, I'm really cool. Um, like there's this one bit where... Um, if she says to her teenage son that if she finds out that he's been drinking at this party, she will, <laughs> God's down, punch you in the face. <laughs> Brilliant. And nice. it's like, but she's clearly one of those mums that loves her kids so fucking fiercely, but she like pulls no punches. Do you know what I mean? Like she's yeah. just oh, goes okay. straight talking, you know? Um, and it's great. I love, love to see it. Uh, so it's quite funny at times as well. Um, but the what's quite interesting is how the even though you have this type of film where it's like a supernatural horror they do yeah. not hold back on gore oh, like brilliant. at all like oh, it's brilliant. shocking like there was a few moments where i literally i gasped with my hand to my mouth um, really i think Jesus. it might have it might have oh, who was it someone said to me um that it was like you know, even more shocking than Hereditary. I wouldn't go that far. Hereditary definitely holds the crown for shock factors to me. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. But I see where their comparisons are kind of coming from because you just don't expect it. Like when shit goes down, it's like, fuck, you know? Um, so okay. it's, I think you'll like it. I think you'll probably find some of the characters annoying, but like, I don't okay. think that that's going to take it away for you. I think you're going to come away quite happy with it. This is, cool. it was, it was, I came out and I was buzzing. Like it was so well done. It's so well scripted. It's really tight. You know, it's, I think it's like an hour and a half. You're in, you're out. It really doesn't waste time. Um, it doesn't waste time either. You are straight in. Like it's, you know, it's straight from the first fucking moment. It's like, oh, okay, here we go. You know? Wow. Um, brilliant. Yeah. yeah I, would, I definitely recommend, and I recommend if you can watch it in cinema, it's going to be probably running out of its you know it's, it's going to be on its last run now but um if you can did it, only, it, it only came out when did it come out it only came out oh. like a week ago but we've had barbie and oppenheimer completely like ransacking yeah. screens and it's a horror okay. um which usually only gets about a two week screen time three three weeks at most unless it's like a massive massive hit although this has done extremely well but i think it's just been overshadowed by the fact that it came out the same time as barbie and oppenheimer okay yeah i'm i'm gonna try and see it this week See if you can. Uh, yeah, I was having a uh, conversation with Duncan and a few others, and they were just like, yeah, yeah, try and get to see it. It's really um, good. It is yeah. really good. Jamie it is, Corley, it is available like, near said, me. Yeah, Jamie Corley says it could be his, his top for the year so far. Holy shit, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Really good. Sweet. Nice. Sweet. So that's, What's your that's last a one? buy it. That's a buy, it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, right, now, my last one, I'm actually going to go back to 2014 now um i don't know if our other listeners do listen to this other podcast but uh this is jamie and brian salmon's uh horror in the house of salmon's podcast yeah they, they come cover this film it's cold in july by jim mickle um yeah. have you heard about this one is that did they do it on their latest episode yes did they? Yes, they did. 
Uh, they covered. Um... <laughs> Listen to it. I was even chatting to her about it. Like oh, message us. I was listening. I don't remember this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jamie. I thought my brain was deteriorating at a rapid rate, but it also looks like yours is too. Yeah. Um, I blame you as yeah, your influence. So they did. Uh, yeah, they did a, a whole section on Jim Mickle films. They did Stakeland and uh, Cold in July. Now, uh, so yeah, I, I, I like to get involved with the podcasts that, that I listen to. So I thought, fuck it, I'll watch. I'd already seen Stateland, but I hadn't seen Cold of July. No, Stateland's uh, great. But this one is uh, a really good dark thriller. Um, I don't want to give it away because they didn't give it away either. But it's basically, yeah. um, the setup is, I'll just do this first bit because it's kind of important. He... Mm -hmm. Uh, some lad breaks into his house uh, and this guy kills him. Oh. Uh, but the father's... Uh, no, the father of the kid who was killed is blaming him and, so you know, is basically saying, I'm going to get my revenge. Okay. But it transpires that there's something else going on in the background with the police and something's not quite right. They actually, instead of being enemies, they team up together and they bring in um, somebody else. And there's like a three-way team <laughs> that yeah. look into what's actually going on. And yeah, it's really fucking good. I, I don't want to tell. I know it's 2014, but I don't want to say what it is. I don't. No, no, because it's not like a really, really well-known film. No. So. No. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it, um... it, 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 it was on my watch list, so I was just like, yeah, fucking, let, let, let's do it. Is that uh, just out there, or is that somewhere? Uh, right, quick, 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 quick. Let's have a look. Look. I mean, I, I watched it out there, but it is certainly in, in the UK. It's on Amazon, Apple TV, Google Play, and Amazon Video. Oh, um, nice. And Freevee. So it, it's, it's it should be out, yeah. You should be able to watch it. I'm, I apologise for American, Canadian, every other listener. Well, but, yeah. just watch App and that'll tell you, wouldn't it? Yeah. Is so, it, it, yeah, it's a, a buy it for me. It's a, a high buy it for me. I really, really Really? Oh, yeah, well. really, thanks really, very really much for recommending, Brian and Jamie. Thank yes, you. thank you, guys. Um, I, I actually meant to write in and thank them for, for that. Oh, well, Jamie right always there. listens to the show. So. She does. So thank you, Jamie You'll and get Brian. That. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I think Brian has to listen by proxy. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> he's like, he's fuckers again. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, cool. Oh yeah, I'll definitely, yeah, we'll, I will be checking that out um, for sure. That sounds good. Yeah. Is it a long film? Uh, 109 minutes. Oh, that's not too so, bad. Yeah, it's a, it's, a it's not too bad. I mean, it's quite long, but it's, it's well it's, worth it. It doesn't, it doesn't not, lag at all. Yeah, it's not like the longest film ever either, is it? It's not like three hours or some no. shit. Not like Bo's afraid, fucking. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Ah. Um, I still need you to watch that at some point. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear your thoughts. I know. I just, I just need to find, you know, time to do it. The just time, yeah. Like three yeah. hours. Ooh. Maybe in winter and stuff, because you're not so busy in the winter, are you? No. Yeah. So maybe it's yeah. Maybe we'll watch it in the winter, like if um, Florence is on like a sleepover or something. Don't. Yeah. Marianne will hate it. Oh, okay. All right, I don't, we'll watch it there then. I don't think I, I'll. Mm, yeah, I don't know. It could go either way. I I don't think you'll love Probably it. Probably not. But Probably not. I, I cannot wait to hear your thoughts regardless. Cool. 
<laughs> right, have you got some stupid fucking online reviews? Uh, I have. Um, I took photos, as I normally do. Very good. Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are all from... Yeah, me from, too. The two are really short. These are all from Quicksand. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. <clears throat> this is from Steve G on Letterboxd. He gives it one and a half stars. Oh, Steve generous. G says, Nobody comes into a film like Quicksand expecting it to be good. Not even <laughs> people on Letterboxd. <laughs> I put it on fully expecting it to be absolute shit. I'm not making any excuses for my life choices, but it was fine <laughs> for a Sunday afternoon when I was half asleep. I couldn't focus on anything more taxing than two arseholes stuck in a pit, pit of quicksand in Colombia. I like this guy. Nice one. Thanks, Steve G. Yeah, he's good. That was good. That, I feel like, was just a good review. And here's a nice, quick, sharp one from Christopher, who says, this is really very bad when you want some quicksand excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stick with your 80s, like, adventure stuff if you want some good quicksand. Yeah. And then finally, from Val on Letterboxd, and Val says, oh, I gave it one star. Yeah. Let me tell you a joke. Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Let me tell you a joke. Two doctors get stuck in some quicksand, and neither of them know that boa constrictors are not venomous. <laughs> but, they both, but they both seem to know how to deal with their venom somehow. Yeah, I forgot they were doctors as well. That just makes it even more fucking stupid. Oh, just... Fucking ridiculous. ridiculous. Oh, okay. So my my reviews are for Tina and Tin. Stupid Tina and Tin. Tin and Tina. Tin and Tina. I wish I had a way around. I don't care. Um, <laughs> so these are all from Letterboxd. So I've got three reviews. I've got one that's a little bit longer, and then I've got two just one sentence ones, um, which just made me laugh. <laughs> um, right. First one is from someone called Soul. Um, S O U L. Um, this is one star. <laughs> this dumbass movie fuck those kids exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point exclamation you know there's about eight of them i'm not doing them all at the mum as though as though the character is real and she's reading this <laughs> at the mum <laughs> you're grown as fuck use your big girl words nobody's going to be able to read your mind dumbass fucking crying and screaming and shit when things go wrong like maybe try to fucking teach them so it doesn't happen again and then it's it's great it's question mark and then the and symbol you know like the swirly oh, and right, symbol. Yeah, yeah. and then question mark and. two of the swirly and symbols question mark and symbol question mark and symbol question mark and symbol dumb bitch like you don't deserve to be a mum with that empty ass head of yours not doing shit besides setting food down on their plates like you stupid fucking bastard i start at <laughs> <laughs> yeah one star because their face cards are amazing. Like, I'd be sad too if I didn't have a baby with our combined joint sleigh. Oh, my God. So, basically, because the dad is a vibe. The dad so is a what? A vibe. He's hot. So, it's quite funny. Oh, right. A lot of the reviews like, this film is shit, but, yeah, dilf. You know? like <laughs> Dilf. Um, so, yeah. So, one, one star because their face cards are amazing. Like, I'd be sad too if I couldn't have a baby with our combined joint sleigh. Oh, my God. Because, yeah, the two leads are fit. Like, honestly, what is the point in making movies like this? Ready? Question mark, yeah. and sign, question mark, dollar sign, question mark, and sign, and sign, question mark, and sign, question mark, and sign, question mark, and sign, question mark, cry emoji, cry emoji, cry emoji, cry emoji, red explanation mark, and red ex uh, um, question mark <laughs> emoji. That's it, end of review. <laughs> and who is that from? Someone called Soul. Soul, Soul yeah. Um, 
Then I've got someone called, oh, fuck my life. Okay. It's all one word. So it's like clearly her name, but just smushed together and it's difficult. Hold on. Mariana Varela. Sure. Okay. Um, half a star. Ready? Uh, okay. Could have easily set them on fire, but you didn't. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And last one is Kayla. Um, and that's also half a star. <clears throat> fuck these kids and their fuck ass bobs. <laughs> and their fuck ass bobs. Oh, yeah, because they have hair. a stupid bob haircut. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. So yeah, those are my those are my reviews. So, so they're really irritating kids, are they? They are just they're just like your classic demon kids. <sighs> you know, they're not demons, but they're like weird. But the thing is though, it's quite like it's a lot of the slack actually came because a lot of people because they they're essentially that they're, they're, they're albinos um and a lot of people found the film to be very racist as they've got this these like demonic kids but essentially they are they are very weird and what they do is very weird but they've been portrayed just basically being alb albinos but like oh, I don't right know. okay i don't know because it's not like no one in the film is going you're albino so you must be weird do you know what i mean like, yeah okay yeah i yeah. think it's just like poor representation but like, um, I think at one point though, there might've been a, I think there was like one sequence though, which did have some racist tones to it, but I couldn't remember it. Um, so I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. But yeah, a lot of people were like a little bit pissed off with this movie. It's like, come on, what are you doing Netflix? But yeah, whatever. It, it's nearly two hours long. Yeah. Yeah. It's not short. Yeah. yeah it was, not, it was I, a slog. I'm going to probably pass on that one. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't be asked for two hours of shit. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so cool. That is buy it, rent it, bin it. Right, should we do our games round? Let's do it. I love that music. <laughs> it's good music. Listen to it, man. It's good. Um, <laughs> listen to it like I thought it would. Okay. You have it um, playing in your house in the background. You're constantly just on loop. It's, yeah, it's great. Um, do you? I went first. Okay. You go, you go first in this one. So shit summaries, people. Shit summaries. Shit plot, plot summaries to horror movies. Okay, go here for we go. It. I, I've got three, believe it or not. Have you? I haven't got two. Yeah. Okay, no worries. I should do my first one. Um, that makes sense if you go. go first then, doesn't it? Yeah. Crazy, gore-obsessed director dreams of more gore in this gore-filled, gore-sploitation movie. But, I mean... That doesn't narrow it. Crazy gore obsessed director dreams of more gore in this oh. gore-fueled gore exploitation movie. Oh wait, we covered it. Did we cover it? The one thing it is? We did Cat in the Brain? Yeah! Yeah! Well <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay. Get in there. Ready for men? I'm ready. Okay. A failed scientist and his friend save the world because he wants pussy. Sorry, I, I missed that last bit. A, a, a failed scientist and his friend, what? Save the world because he wants pussy. He wants pussy? Yeah. Reanimator? No, but yes, that also fits. <laughs> uh, no. Frank and Hooker? No. I'll give you a clue. 
it's kind of like it's more of a comedy horror but a lot of people still will have it because it's just such a classic people will still have it as down as down horror failed scientist yeah he's yeah um, yeah yeah they are scientists yeah they are scientists he's just not very good at it Oh fuck! Um, I need a clue, please. Um, I'm trying to give. A clue. Oh. I'm trying to give a clue that's not going to make it unbelievably obvious. Um, it's a really fucking well-known film. Like it's so well-known. Um, okay, it recently had a, sing- a sequel, and it was like a highly anticipated sequel because it had been so long since the first one. Oh, wait, no. Yes, but there's also... It's technically the third film. It wasn't, like, the second film. That's not helped me in the slightest. Okay. Um, Shite. Okay, all right. Here's one that's probably going to give it away, but it's not going to give it away as much as the other stuff I can think of. We got one! All right. Okay, I'm going to give you another clue. Which, if you don't oh. get it from this, then I'm failure. For, for shame. Get her. What did you say? Get her. I'm doing it in the way that they say it because it's so American. Get her. Get her. I'm a failure. Get her. Get her. Uh. What's the plan here? Get her! What's that? I don't know. I'm now panicking that I've got... Because I haven't actually... I'll be honest, I haven't seen this film in about 10 years. So, um, but I used to watch it all the time as a kid. But I'm now panicking that I've got some of the details wrong. (laughs) And I'm going to be the one with shame because I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not that... I've definitely seen this, haven't I? If you haven't seen it... I will be astounded. Like everyone and their dogs have seen this film. Oh, fuck. No, I'm just hit a brick wall with thought. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was just thinking of people bringing stuff back to life, but that's just not right. No. They want. They want pussy. Well, one of them does. One of them is trying to get with someone and it's kind of like I mean, he wants to save the world as well but he definitely isn't he's definitely have they have they saved the world they did save the world yes nope sorry can we, can we oh. tell you yes please who you gonna call Ghostbusters Oh yes, yeah, I suppose they do. Because they, yes, of course they do. Do yes, save want, the world. Because he wants to bang Sigourney Weaver. Yes, of course. Uh, no, I wouldn't have got that. No. All right, fair enough. What's your next one? I mean, they are. These are supposed to be badly explained plot summaries. So I think I've yeah. done my job. 
Mm. Now, the second one, I don't know, I don't think you've seen this actually. Oh, Alright, let's you know what? I might I might know it anyway. Okay. Right. A crap a crap shark attacks a crap red shirted family on a crap oil rig. Oh I know, this is what you I haven't seen it, but it's the one you fucking had last time. What's it called? The fucking one with Luke, uh, Josh Lucas. That's the one. Yeah, fucking because I remember red shirt. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. That was on the last. Uh the black demon? Correct. Yeah. Fucking too obvious. My, my, obviously too obvious with my uh, shit summaries. <laughs> uh, what was it again? Tell me it again. A crap shark attacks a crap red-shirted family on a crap oil rig. That was pretty good. Though. I like that. If I hadn't heard about it, I would have had no clue. Okay. I can't remember why the red shirt thing was so like. Oh, because he's got a red shirt and he keeps on going about his fucking red shirt. And Does cares. he? Oh, right. Yeah. <coughs> Fair enough. All right, okay, cool. So I've got one. I really, I think you should get this. All right, it's not, it's not pulling any punches. Right. Drunken middle-aged white men kill an endangered species and sink their boat in the process. Jaws. Yeah! Yes! Yay! Nice. Nice one. You're back in in 50%, so that's pretty good. Okay, right, right. final one. Okay, come on. You ready? Yeah. Carnivorous mammal goes on a rampage after too much Colombian marching powder. Oh, cocaine bear. You're not even trying, Matt. I know, sorry. In fairness, right, keep behind the curtain. Matt asked me about 10 minutes before we were due to record, what was the game this week? And even then, I was like, what is it again? Yeah, I was like, shit summaries. He was like, what's that? How do we play that again? I was like, dude, <laughs> the clue is in the... It does what it says in the tin. The clue is in the title. is shit summaries. It's a film plot that's so bad. Yeah. Anyway. Never mind. There we go. <laughs> I won. Woo. Well this actually, this, this game makes my palms sweat so bad because I'm like, I hate being put on the spot tested like this, especially for stuff that I should know. I just get so much pressure, so I feel really good that I got Even though they were relatively easy, I feel good about it. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. 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 Right. Nice. Nice. We're going to, that is that is the game round over. Quite was quick. We normally spend a lot more time on that, but that was pretty Yeah, quick. we do. Um, we are now through. bargain bin. What did you think? Bargain bin. What did you, so we'll just, uh, yeah. Bargain bin. What did you think of the music? Sorry. I love the music. And I hope the audience did too. <laughs> Literally, I've had no one, no one but you comment. <laughs> so it's, uh, either it's like whatever, or people just have been like, okay, that's just ah oh, well, whatever. Best left that one alone. I'm gonna uh, make it I sound a bit it. better though because I've now worked out how to make sound bites a lot better. <laughs> lovely, 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 so, yeah. lovely. nice. <laughs> Right then, what have we got going on? Right, we're going to go to Europe, but it appears that we're going to Germany. We love a bit of Germany. We always oh, have we Germany, have don't we? We love the Germans. Love the Germans. We love the Germans. I'm going to Germany, by the way. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I go to Munich for four days. Oh, oh wait, yes, I remember you said, because I was asking you whether you were going to go, but then I remembered it wasn't Munich. I think it was Berlin where it has the sex clubs. Yeah. When is it no. that you're going? Uh, 
very end of August into beginning of September. Ah, oh, sick, mate. Last weekend, so that should be good. Just plenty of Wait, gym. the last weekend of August? Yes. Are we not going to fight first on the last weekend of August? No, the weekend before that. Don't worry, it's fine. It's all right, you're safe. What? Don't worry, you're fine. Okay. All right, now I'm worried. <laughs> I, I, I'm basically going on the Thursday. It's like the 31st or something, I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay, hold on. I just want to... Don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, we're on the 25th. You're all right. And then, okay, Don't fine. Worry. Okay. And if, if, first if, anyone else is, if anyone else is coming to um, Fight Fest... How we the can fuck only did you manage this... that? <laughs> is what oh, I want to know. Jesus Christ, through the skin of my teeth. Literally uh, cannot season. believe how fast that sold. Uh, there's been, for those of you who don't know, Fright Fest, which is obviously the film festival in London, which we go to every year. We were hoping to go on the Friday and Saturday. However, yeah. uh, they've had issues with um, the cinema there and they weren't able to secure all the screens that they normally had. So that, I think mm. they were the two screens down, I think. So yeah. it, it's basically what they would normally do is show two screens of the same thing. Yeah. So they're basically, uh, yeah, uh, a big screen down on, on the main showing. So uh, it's basically meant that less There's tickets available. Less tickets available, and yeah. loads of people are really furious because it's been, you know, loads of people missed out. How I got them at the end, I don't know. I Mate, I have no idea how you managed that. I literally thought that that was it. I was like, because all that was available was weekend tickets, but they're so expensive. And we, I mean, I couldn't have gone the whole weekend and I'd have really loathed spending that money to only be, to not go the whole weekend. And like, you know, I know that you couldn't do the whole weekend either because of your commitments and stuff. So like, yeah. I was I was just going to be like, right, well, I guess, and we were on about like, maybe we'll just go to the Halloween, we are on about potentially going to the Halloween one as well, to be fair. Um, yeah. But we were like, okay, well, look, we'll just keep our ear to the ground about the, the Halloween one and do that instead. But yeah, you managed to fucking pull it out the bag. Fucking here so, the day. Yeah, We've got Friday go tickets. On Friday, yeah. So if yeah. anybody's around, uh, if you have managed to secure tickets, um, we shall be around on the Friday, so hopefully um, come up and say hello if you are about. Yeah, for sure. It'll be really great to meet people and stuff in the yeah. so. Defo. Defo. Always good up, always up for a drink, isn't it? Yeah. It's a good piss up. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Back to the Germany. Um, <laughs> the dead don't die at five euros ninety-nine. How much? Okay. Five euros ninety-nine. That's all right. Yeah, it's not bad. No, it's uh, Deep Blue Sea. Oh, fuck at, at five years ninety nine. Yeah, that's right. Anna, Annabelle comes home at five years ninety nine. That's pretty good. That's the definitely one. I think it's the best one of the Annabelle films, isn't it? I think you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, I am Legend at five euros and nine cents. Uh, what? Which film was that? I am Legend. Oh, oh okay. Not really. That's all right. It is, yeah. It'll, it'll go through. Um, Charles Play at Five Euros. The original 2019. Uh, yes, 2019. The 2019. That's all right. Yes. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was fun. So, yeah. Well worth it. Um, and then we're going to go to Oz. And Oz, again, I don't know what's happened. Fucking shite. I even went on the uh, Australian 
Amazon. And that was just as bad. Yeah. But we have Megan at 19 euros and 98. Now, I know I've mentioned this before, but it's gone down by three Aussie dollars. <laughs> I mean, for Aussie dollars, given that it's this year and it's actually a really fucking good film. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's I pretty good, so. to be fair. Um, and then Cocaine Bear at 19 Aussie dollars and 98 cents. I think that's right. I, you watched that, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't like it, did you? No, no, I did. I oh, you did it. like it? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good fun. Good fun. I, think, I think I'm going to enjoy it. I haven't got around to watching it yet, but I think I will enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not amazing, but it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's anything called cocaine. Movie. No one's going in to Cocaine Bear expecting a masterpiece, are they? Like, no. come on. <laughs> there we go. Uh, right, uh, Canada. We have Nope at... 16 Canadian dollars and 12 cents. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense, but yeah, I wouldn't pay it. Yeah. Uh, The Invitation from 2019, not the one that we covered. Or is it 2000? I don't know. It's the the recent one. Yeah. (laughs) At 14 Canadian dollars and 53 cents. That's right. Purge election year at 12. Canadian dollars and 17 cents. That's pretty good. I enjoyed that film. Uh, yeah, it was okay. I like, I like the Purge movies. Yeah, I haven't seen the they last got one to it. They're not the best. I just, right. you know what you go in and for, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course you do. It's just good fun. Uh, Play Dead. Now, I haven't seen this, but this is at 10 Canadian dollars. Yeah, uh, all right. And then finally, Underworld, Rise of the Lichens at 6 Canadian dollars and 99 cents. <laughs> I don't, Underworld, they keep throwing that out there. But it's, yeah. Um, over to they USA. Try they try. Uh, USA. Um, Conjuring 3 at $7.02. That's pretty cheap. That is, yeah. I don't know what the... Uh, yeah. Equivalent. Yeah. Five like, quid? Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Four or five quid, some of that. Yeah, all right. yeah. Um, Forever Purge, six dollars and ninety-five cents. What was that? Sorry, which one? Forever Purge. Oh, okay, that was good as well. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Sleep at six dollars and fifty-four cents. Fuck, really? That's that really is a cheap. Bargain. Really? Is, yeah. Really? Really, really. Yeah. Um, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the most recent Fright Night version at three dollars uh, and ninety nine cents. God, Jesus Christ, that's about a quid here. I know that's fucking cheap, isn't it? That was alright. I know people slap it, but like it was alright. I like Colin Farrell uh, as well, so I've got it on Blu-ray, but I haven't watched it yet. It's it's alright. Is it? They, okay. Yeah, they did pretty good with it. Is Colin Farrell irritating like he was in Phone Booth? <sighs> Yes, not. Moving on to the UK. Yay! Um, mm, uh, Evil Dead 2013. Oh, that's £6.99. Hey, that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, Drag Me to Hell at £6.99. Oh, I think that's going to be a bit steep given how old it is. Mm. Yeah, it's worth it though. It's a good film. Although, I suppose Blu ray. 
I got the yeah. DVD of it. I enjoy that film. Yeah, it's a good one. Did we cover um, it? Yes, we did. We did. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, it follows. Ugh. Oh, at my si- God. Uh, at £6.86. Oh, that's a really good, that's a good deal. Yeah. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, Bone Tomahawk at £5.99. Fuck, that is a good deal. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, get it in your eyeballs ASAP. It, fucking hell, it's, yeah. Oof. But it's yep. so good, though. It's it not really like, good. it's not exploitative, I don't think. Like, it's not like, you know, Green Inferno it, or some shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, it's, just, it's, it's so grounded and it's so well done. Great setup. Great oh, setup. I just, and like, just love you, the whole story and how it just kind of goes, whoa. Yeah, it takes a total fucking left turn because the most part is essentially it's just a Western. You know, it's just a Western. And then you get you to the what? end and you're like, fuck me, that's a horror film. It's, it's, oh, you know, if somebody turned around and said that was done by Tarantino, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah I, I would agree. Although, dialogue, maybe directed by Tarantino, not written by. Correct. Good yeah. Shout. Yeah. Um, but Brahms, it's almost, the, it's, it's oh, more extreme, but it kind of has, sorry, I was just going to say, it has, yeah, it has that kind of like left turn, like from Dust Till Dawn does, where you just don't see it coming. Yeah. And then it just fucking balls to the walls. But I would I would say that Bone Tomahawk is far more gory and heavy. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um Brahms the Boy at four pounds and threepence. A pound? Four pounds and threepence. Oh, okay. Threepence. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. then finally, Brightburn. I've mentioned this before, but it's now £3.99. Fair play, because I still haven't watched that, but I've heard it's very good. It's, it's yeah, it's well worth a watch, definitely. Isn't it on streaming, like on Sky or something, though? Maybe. Maybe. We do not know. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Put the backs away. It's making you burp and be disgusting. It is making me burp. Such a disgusting boy. Sorry about that, listeners. Ugh. I'm very rude and crass. Disgusting. 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 Right, disgusting. and that is the bargain bin. The, the bargain bin. Wow. Um, cool. Nice. There's some really fucking good deals in there, to be fair. Most of them, in fairness, are in the UK, I reckon. We've done, mm. we've done pretty good. We have been doing pretty good of late. To be fair. Yeah. Well, one of our movies for this thing was from Bargain Bin last time, and I bought it before I even realised that's what we were covering. Yeah, I nearly so... bought it. Then I checked, and I realised I already had it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good job you didn't buy it then, isn't it? Yeah. Um, there we go. But yeah, nice. Okay, cool. Um, right, shall we do... Well, it's my movie first, isn't it? It is. So, can, I, can we just can we just give a, a slight warning? Again, oh yeah, this, happens, this happened last time. Uh, yeah, we were supposed to record it two two weeks ago, but uh, yeah, my internet went down, and um, then I was on holiday, and then you've been on holiday, and yeah, yeah. So, so and I watched this about three weeks ago. My yeah. memory's shite. 
Yeah, I did a speed watch of both of these films this evening before we recorded. So, and I've got all right notes. So hopefully we'll be all right. But if we don't, if we miss anything or we don't quite remember stuff, um, blame Matt. So (laughs) shoot us us down for being shit. Well, you're not us. Your internet went down. Ah, okay. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, cool. All right, then. So my first movie is Kill Baby Kill. So you remember episode before last, I did Black Sunday, which was another Mario Barber movie. And it was also um, another movie that Jamie McCauley had um, given me the Blu-ray of the Arrow release, um, which is really nice of him. And I, uh, yeah, really appreciate it. So I thought, fuck it. I haven't watched those movies yet. So I'll just do one and then I'll do the other. Um, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, so this is from 1966. A while ago. Um, and I'll just read out the summary and then we'll do trailers and whatnot. Yeah? Alrighty. you're looking for can only be found at Villa Graps. I'm sure the inspector's here. Get out of my sight or you'll be sorry. It's like running headlong into a wall of silence. They're suspicious, distrustful, and the way they react to my questions. Stop! Melissa. did you disobey my orders? I'm scared, Inspector. I have a certain feeling that they'll murder us. intermission uh just to explain that due to unforeseen circumstances we had to split the recording across two days um so the following what you're about to hear is um done on a separate date of what you've just heard which is why i sound a lot more fluey and um there may be a slight um incoherency between 
what you've just heard and what you are about to hear. But um, we do our best and um, thanks very much for your patience. Enjoy taking you back in three, two, one. Uh, we're back. Um, oh, no, no contribution there, Matt. Okay. Uh, sorry. You know, it's fine. This is, I'm, I'm now just expecting so when you don't, that's, that's like almost just as much fucking with me as doing something now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I fa- failed today. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, me too. It's all, it's all good. It's not it's like we're good. doing an entire second recording straight after this. No, no not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We feel better. Uh, cool. So, kill baby kill. A Carpathian village is haunted by the ghost of a murderous little girl prompting a corona and a medical student to uncover her secrets while a witch attempts to protect the villagers. That's not actually a bad summary. Sorry, no. A corona? Uh, wait, what did I say? A coroner. What did I say? Corona. Corona. He said, he said corona is in like. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Prompting a bit and a medical student to uncover her. Oh, it's nice that corona's gone back to its original connotation now. Yay. Um, where it truly belongs in with alcohol. Um, although it could be like Corona and a medical student, you know, anyway. it could be, yes, it, it, be. yes, it could, it but could. in actual fact, it's Corona. You're, you are correct, sir. It is correct. No um, <clears throat> so yeah, so this is directed by Mario Bava and uh-huh. it stars, I can't remember to do the right, sorry. <laughs> it stars, ah, oh, okay. All right, here we go. Bunch of Italian. Oh, here we go. Giacomo Rossi Stewart. That's a weird, just like very Italian and like Stewart. Rossi Stewart. Stewart. (laughs) My dad's middle name, that is. Um, Erica Blanc, Fabian Dali, Piero Luli, Luli, Um, Luciano Catanacci, Michaela Esdra, Franca Dominici, Giuseppe Adubati, Mirera Panfili. Valerio Valeri. That's a weird, that's a complicated name, isn't it? Mm. Valerio Valeri. Giovanna Galetti, Aldo Barozzi, Salvatore Campociaro, and Quinto Mazziali. Yes, well done. Well done. <laughs> I realized I just did a whole bunch of characters that are really like almost uncredited. I was just in the flow. Anyway, right, trivia. I got some really, oh, I'll tell you what, the fucking trivia, man. This Ooh, episode, like for both films, is like, mwah. Just kiss. Next level. I was really proud of myself. Um, right. Burgermeister Carl. Burgermeister Carl, which uh-huh. <laughs> it makes me laugh because it sounds like, you know, like, you know, like those those like comedy, like teen comedy movies. Um <laughs> like back in like the early 2000s or like the 90s and stuff. Like the Burgermeister literally sounds like the shittest college nickname. Like you know the name given to like the fat kid or something like in every single one of those films. Yeah, the Burgermeister. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like what's the fucking, What was the guy out of Terminator? Like no, Shermanator out of like American Pie. Oh, right, yeah. and, like all that kind of shit. Yeah, just don't yeah, make yeah, it up. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've never heard of the term Burgermeister before, so. It means like mayor. Oh. Is he the mayor? I thought the isn't there an actual no? He's the chief of police, isn't he? No, he he's the inspector. That's right. That makes sense, actually, because, yeah, no, that makes sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. I don't know why I didn't query it before. Like, <laughs> why is anyone else in charge? Just this policeman running around. I'll just close my eyes and let the film wash over me. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I often do that. You think that I, I think a lot more about films than I actually do. Um, like, just I'll never, so now. 
yeah i'll like i'll know i'll piece stuff together but like obvious stuff it honestly it just goes over my head um right bergermeister carl was credited as being played by max lawrence but was in fact a pseudonym for a man called luciano catanacci which i just said in the credits who was <clears throat> the production manager for this movie he had had no acting experience but for some reason barva wanted him um possibly because of how tall and imposing okay um, and convinced him to shave his head for it saying that he only had to look good and his lines would be dubbed in later <laughs> Just, <laughs> nice. i don't know like that's i suppose he's trying to reassure him but it's also kind of insulting <laughs> don't worry well, yeah don't, don't don't worry just just, so just stand there, <laughs> shave your head, we'll do the rest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the majority of dialogue was improvised on the spot from a script of only 30 pages. The actors were handed rough outlines of script before each new scene and then asked to fill in their own dialogue. This was then roughed out later at the dubbing stage. The English version has some of the most, quote unquote, savoury dialogue in any Barva movie. A saucy Barva. Crikey. Saucy, savoury dialogue. Nice. Maybe it but like maybe like swearing and stuff. Anyway, Mario Barber was never paid for making this movie. <gasps> it's quite that's, quite that's quite on topic right now, isn't it? Actually, um, with the strikes and whatnot. Um, according to Barber's friend and colleague Luigi Conchi, stated the producers ran off without paying him. Oh. I know, right? it's fucking awful. But that's bad. That is well bad, isn't it? But Barber would always say, at least they left me with a film that I love. Um, so, uh, so yes, yeah, so yeah. it's basically take take off with the money. Yeah, any any money that's made. Yeah, like essentially like pulled out. Yeah, they're like right now we're not. Oh, yeah, no. I don't know how it works in terms of royalties or whatever, but like. Oof. Yeah. It's rough. Um, in addition, the cast were only paid for the first two weeks of filming before the money ran out. The cast and crew completed the project oh. though, thanks to their love and respect for Barva. Oh, fair it's really nice, fair isn't point. it? Like that sort of says mm. a lot about him as a character. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Person. The cemetery set was also used in. Ready for this? Black Sunday, including ah, 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 I chose that. Yeah. Um, including the cherub statue we can see on the right-hand side of the shot when Inspector Kruger and Dr. Esway come out to stop the burial of Irina Hollander. So right at the beginning. It was also reused in Blood and Black Lace, which, have you seen that? I haven't, no. Oh, it's it's really on, on, on my list to see. Watch it, mate. It's really good. It's a really good jello. And the set was reused in Lady Morgan's Revenge, also starring Erica Blanc. The budget ran out before they were able to score it, and so um, it takes from like a lot of different other like films, uh, which makes sense because I was actually thinking, well, I swear I've heard this before, um, but I didn't know that until afterwards because, as we know, I do the trivia. Okay. I have seen the film. A fear of spoilers. Um, the name, <coughs> excuse me, the name Shiftan is a homage to legendary cinematographer. Oh, this is fucking cool, right? Okay, right. Listen to this. Yeah. So. Shush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shush. Shiftan. Shiftan. Shiftan, the name Shiftan. So that's um, the main woman's, the blonde woman's um, last name. Yeah, yeah, sure. Although I, I prefer the witch. The witch is so more my vibe. I don't okay. really go for blondes. I think <laughs> I've said. Um, the name Shiftan is an homage to legendary cinematographer Eugene Shiftan. Since the 1920s, he was a master of trick photography um, and was credited with being the creator of the Shiftan process, the process in which live actors appear to inhabit miniature sets. 
during the film Metropolis from, right, remember this date, from 1927 when he worked under special visual effects. However, it has been since proved that Mario Bava's father, Eugenio Bava, very similar names as well, Eugenio, but for Eugenio. Yeah, yeah. Had first introduced this method while fil filming Cabiria in 1914, 10 years before Shifton's first documented work in films. However, because it wasn't officially noted as a process, the credit was shifted to Shif shifted to Shifton. Given <laughs> shifted to Shifton. <laughs> Enjoy that one more time. Shifted to Shifton. Um, given that Monica is given this as a last name, but then it's later discovered in the film that it's not the name of her real parents. Hang on one sec. <laughs> oh, that's you. Cheers. If I do this a lot for the rest of the episode, by the way, like apologies, I will try and do my best to edit anything out. So yeah, sorry, given that Monica is given this as her last name, but then it's later discovered that it's not the name of her real parents, spoiler alert, it's likely that Barbara was stubbing his name a little bit, lows a little bit, sorry, at shift down for taking the credit for his father's work. I thought oh, it was a bit okay. scandalous, eh? But ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get you. Mm. <laughs> um, Oh, right. This is well, this is great. This blew my fucking mind. This is the only film credit of Valerio Valeri, who plays Melissa Graps. Hundreds of little girls auditioned, but none were deemed right for the part by Bava. He eventually found who he was looking for in his own concierge's do, 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 son. That's right. Melissa is a little boy in drag. Is, what? Yeah, I know. And, what, um, what, what, the, what, the, what the ghost girl? Yeah, the it's ghost girl. Yeah. By the no way, for way. anyone who I just quoted Tu Wong Fu, that's why I said little boy in drag. Like it was probably not the most PC thing, but it was a quote from Tu Wong Fu. If anyone sees it. But yeah, I know, right? You can get this out, right? Listen, listen, this is well funny. So apparently, it's all. Well, I say it's well funny. It's actually pretty fucking horrible. Apparently, he absolutely despised wearing the wig and dress, and the intensity of his gaze comes from channeling his hatred. And then, like on top of that, like it's not bad enough forcing a kid to wear a like dress and wig and dress up as a different gender against his will but Bava would further incur, incur his animosity by referring him to to him sorry um as Valeria which is the feminine version of his, his own name <laughs> ouch yeah so like when just he's not acting he just calls him Valeria just to, yeah just to piss him off and get oh, more of a reaction and then on top of that he like he would like knock on wood and pretend to fight off chills whenever Valerio gave him the look you know, like, I mean, Jesus, what fucking hell. I know, like, that's hilarious if you're an adult, you know, because an adult can take its own, but it's like a little kid, you know what I mean? It's fucking mean. That's so harsh. <laughs> that's like acting. Oh, uh, that's showbiz, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in Put the up 60s. With it. Especially in the 60s. Um, yeah, so I'm laughing, but it's also very funny, but it's also quite funny. Um, Fabienne Dali, so this is the witch lady. This is my, this is my crush took her role so seriously in this that she learned to read tarot cards and would give everyone on set readings. And then this, mm. right? This is the last bit, but this is proper juicy as well. I guess what I mean, like, I love this. It's like proper juicy shit. The Graps house, so that's the big mansion where it all goes down, was yeah. a real house built in 1580 by a cardinal. It used to be a home to noble families and once was considered one of the most beautiful villas in Spain. But it's not as nice as Love Island Villa. Um, <laughs> however, <laughs> sorry. Uh, really? Um, however, really? really? Sorry if anyone 
In fact, I say if anyone doesn't watch Love Island, literally none of our listeners is just that's a what someone used to say in Love Island. Scott so McKenzie weird. does. Oh, Scott McKenzie. Yeah, I don't think Scott. I don't think Scott listens to our show anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell him and say you got to shout out. You got to listen to this one. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so beautiful villa in Spain. However, during World War II, it fell on hard times and was abandoned, becoming a derelict shelter for the homeless and squatters for more than 40 years. It was during this period it was used in films and apparently it was brought to Mario Barber by a, this is a quote, by a very handsome guy who happened to be kidnapped some years later and the villa had to be sold to pay his ransom. It is now, I don't, like, it's well weird, isn't it? Um, it's mm. now a hotel after, I don't know why I said, I know, you didn't say anything and I'm going, yeah, I know, mate. I know. I'm losing my shit. <laughs> it's now a hotel after being restored in the 1980s, but the spiral staircase is still there and open to the public, which is pretty fucking cool. Ooh. I bet it's not as long as it looks like it's long in the film. It appears in the film. Yeah. Mm. It goes on and on and on, that thing. Oh, lovely. Yeah, that's all my trivia. But I thought it was really good trivia. It went that's on for good. a bit, yeah, but I thought it was all pretty bag. juicy. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I honestly can't remember the trivia for the next film, but I do remember that it was pretty good as well. So, yeah. I think, that's yeah, I thing. think that... Valerio being uh, being a lad, I think that's the best bit. You reckon? I reckon. Wait, what's yeah. my favorite? My favorite one. Oh, mine's the Shifton one. That's my favorite. Shifton. That's yeah, because it's all a bit scandalous, isn't it? It's like all a bit ooh. Shifty, shifty, ooh, shifty. shifty. Yeah, shifted to Shifton. <laughs> you know, it wins just for that, just for that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is my pick. Um, I picked it like I picked Black Sunday because I had it on my shelf, and plus Jamie McCauley had given these to me. The, given me these two Blu-rays about three, three years ago or something and I've not once watched them and I thought what better opportunity than our show um yeah so absolutely. yeah um and you know I uh I hadn't seen them and I had I had wanted to it's just like it's one of those things where it's just like what am I gonna watch oh, I'll just shove on something I've seen a million times you know <laughs> um, yeah okay I'm pretty bad for that um but yeah, so yeah, so this is my first watch. Had you seen this before? This one? Uh, no, I oh, have right. not seen this one before. Okay, had you heard much about it at all? Because I'd heard shit. I'd heard it, nothing. I'd heard nothing. I the name rings a bell. Um, I yeah, I had I heard think, the name before. Yeah, I always think like kill, kill um, baby kill. But. I kill. I always think kill pussy cat kill. Yeah, yeah, very similar, very similar. So I think, like, I don't think I actually, I don't think I recognised that name. I think I, 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 it just sounded like Kill Pussy Cat Kill or Kill Faster Kill or something. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's got a few other titles, like, oh, piss off ads. Piss off. Right. Uh, so the piss Kill Baby ads. Kill was, piss off, ghost. Um, so <laughs> you, you've seen, um, what we do in the shadows, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, ooh, no, right, anyway. Um, yeah, so there's all these, like, just foreign versions of Kill Baby Kill. But, like, Kill Baby Kill, I think, was the American... Yeah, and then there was... The original title was Operazione Pora, and then there was Don't Walk in the Park, which is like, what the... What is that? What? There's not even a park in there. There's not even a park in There's it. literally nothing. Bizarre. I don't know if they were just hopping on the, you know, don't go in the woods, don't be alone, don't, like, you know, don't the don't train. You know, those yeah. those titles. They were like, but, like, it's literally got nothing. Like, if anything, it's like, don't walk in the cemetery. Maybe don't walk in the mansion. <laughs> don't walk in the haunted mansion. Don't, I don't know. Fuck, fuck about with the villagers. 
Yeah, don't fuck around and find out. That'd be a good. That'd be a good horror movie. Title, <laughs> don't fuck around and find out. Yeah, what a great name for a film. <laughs> what are you watching? No, yeah, don't fuck, don't fuck around, around and find, find out. out. This is when the people are smart and they're like, "Yeah, I ain't doing that Ouija board shit. I'm out of here. Let's go get a McDonald's. See you later. Bye." Later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Titles don't fuck don't around. Fuck and around. Find out. Um, and then Operation Fear, which again, it sounds more like some sort of. Cronenberg uh, knockoff, you know, where it's like some sort of mad maybe, yeah. operation fit. I don't know. None of these work. Operation Even Kill Baby Bill. Kill's a little bit vague, isn't it? Oh, there's another one, uh, Curse of the Living Dead, which I think is probably all Curse of the Dead, which I think is probably probably the closest. The closest one. It's all a bit shit. Like, I don't understand this either. This is like in 1966. Like, no movie. There was, there was, it's not like you're running out of film titles. You know? That's, Do you know what no, I mean? No, maybe it's, just I don't know, maybe it's just that kind of 60s. Yeah. You know, they used to the word baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Kill yeah, Kill baby. Groovy, kind of... baby. Yeah, I think that's that's probably what it is, really. Stupid. It's stupid. But, uh... Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, anyway. Thoughts. What are we thinking? What are we thinking? Well, uh, we thinking? just a disclaimer to the audience. Uh, I watched oh, yeah. this a month ago. Uh, and you watched <laughs> this a month this... ago. We've had the shit with our podcast lately, haven't we? Yes. Um, um, yeah. And, Which, despite and us not to... being very well, I was like, we are recording tonight. We're doing this. Yes, we're doing this. And <laughs> also down. due to inter- internet, I haven't been able to revisit and reacquaint myself. Because, yeah, because you are uh, down. I am down. So, unfortunately, I'm running off my notes, um, which I took on the 12th of July. So <laughs> it's actually a month ago. That's bollocks, mate. Yeah. And Never also mind. as well, you're uh, like really old. So your memory is going. And my memory yeah. is shit. It's weird. This film isn't particularly memorable. <laughs> Do you not Which think? makes for a great podcast. Yeah, it makes for a great conversation. I think Where it is, is memorable, it? but I just, I don't okay. think it, it's not like it. All right. It's not like, you know, thinking like climax that we reviewed recently. It's not like where it's like, yeah. fuck, that sticks in your brain for days, is it? Like, it's not Yeah. It's not one of those films. It's one of those, like Black Sunday, it's one of those rainy afternoon, shut the curtains, get snuggy, cup of tea or a glass of wine kind of thing. Like, and just let it, and just have, like not have fun with it necessarily, but like, it's not one of those, but just like, just watch and enjoy. Yeah. And then go about your business. I, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, Pretty unmemorable. Right, so I, I take lead? <laughs> I think you should. Okay. Absolutely. I can remember it. I can remember it. And I also have pretty good notes, so. Um, but yeah, like, all right. So first off, we open up and we've got like, and I'm not going to do a scene by scene because I definitely don't remember it that well. But like, I've just got some notes about the opening of it, which I thought was really cool. Like, you know, you got this girl running through, I think it's the cemetery and stuff. And it's, and what I love about this film as well is that they proper go in with the gothic imagery. You know, yes. all of, like the mist right from and the, the cemeteries. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And you know the tone. And it's it such really a... has that hammer feel to it. Oh, it? fuck yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like that real, like, I was like, I mean, it's not like Black Black Sunday was black and white. So it had even more of that like old school universal feel. This is in colour, but it, st- it didn't take away from its, um, its effect, you know, because it's still got all of that, like, yeah, that like dramatic sort of, you know, stuff of like, I mean, Bava is so good, as we know, with his like camera angles and like his cinematography and stuff. Like he's an absolute master at those things. So like, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me 
when I watch this film and being completely fapping all over the shots, you know, but like, yeah, yeah. It, but it, 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 I'm not, I'm not like jaded by it either. Like I'm not there going like, oh yeah, typical Bava, oh, another cemetery. I'm like, fuck yeah, give it to me, you know. So we've got like this girl running through the cemetery and stuff. And then like, she seems to be being chased by something. And then it's like, she has no control over herself. And she's just, she's sort of teetering, looking down through this, like, I think it's like an archway and, that's you know, right. Yes. There's these like raw iron, as one of those raw iron fence things with like the spikes, you know, oh. that you get. And she just throws herself onto this spike, these spikes, and like impales herself. And then we have the opening credits, which obviously back then all of the credits appear at the beginning. So you've got a good few minutes, and it's just this still of her body with the spikes through and all of this blood and gore. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's a, it's a shock technique, obviously, like, you know, the, making your audience sit through that and, like, know where else to look. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right yeah. from the off. Yeah, but I found, I don't know whether it's because I'm a modern day audience or whatever, but I just found it, it got, I was like, all right, can we hurry this up now? Can we look at something else now? Like, because oh, really? there's so many credits okay. to it. Yeah, like, but I, I, but I think that's just because of that, you know, me like if i had watched it back then i'd have been hor more much more horrified do you know what i mean like but i think like modern eyes. okay yeah so yeah, that's yeah. not the film's right. fault that's just because of you know it being 2023 and not 1966 anymore <laughs> yeah, so yeah i'm not i'm not mad okay. at the movie for it but just for me yeah do you you remember that bit now then do you i i do i do and i, and I was also got um part of my notes I, I love the score already oh yeah right from the off it's like wow okay here we go 100 yeah. and obviously as we know like we it takes from other films and stuff but i don't think that any because sometimes when you see films that do that like it's like it sticks out like a sore thumb because it doesn't really fit the film but with this film i really think that they did so well with you know anything they did take from other sources of like blending it in and stuff and like it's got that really cool i don't know if this came from another film maybe someone can tell us but like you know that warped sort of base do you remember that? I can't remember exactly how it goes. What like, base? It's like this, like, like. Oh, okay. Like it was like the main theme. Like we saw, we it occurred a lot. I think, but I can't really remember. Yeah, okay. It's kind of eerie, eerie background. Yeah, yeah. like it's very sort of like it's very like good at creating tension. I think like it's Shit's kind of got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that when that bit of score comes in, it's like, oh yeah, uh -oh. it's going down. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think that they, the only thing I think is that sometimes, and this is less to do with the score, but more to do with the sound design. Sometimes I feel like the music is a little bit loud and it, you end up paying okay. more attention to the, to the, to the score than you do. Like it's kind of distracting, but it's not because the, mu okay. the, music, okay. or the music doesn't fit. It's just that I think someone just fucked up on the volume. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember that at all, but. Yeah, no, I, well, I, I remember really liking the score. Yeah. I just thought, yeah, it's, it's pretty decent and it's yeah. really good. Yeah. It's cool. Effects and stuff. And, like, obviously, like, yeah. the sets and everything. So, obviously, we talked about the cemetery and things, but, like, that mansion as well and, like, all of the people's houses and the hotel and things, like... Yeah, no, I, again, I remember mean, those amazing buildings and, and set, setting uh, I thought was, was perfect. Get that whole gothic feel um you know perfect setting and tone for the film um yeah yeah be beautiful arch architecture used um, yeah 
and like there's just such a clear thing of like detail as well especially in the mansion like all of the portraits and like all of the little kind of like ornaments and things and you know just there was just I mean obviously it was like a real villa so that had yeah. that to its benefit but like it was derelict when they were doing this so they've obviously brought in all of this stuff as well and there was just like it was like it was almost like the the mansion if I remember rightly almost seemed cluttered and that's obviously stuff that they've all brought in and that's you just know, full of loads of stuff yeah no I remember that I do remember yeah that. and but that's obviously all clearly been thought out and I think you know because the the mother in this who is still at the mansion um like the mother of Melissa and Graps Graps yeah Graps yeah fucking weird name but like she isn't it just it's such a weird out of all the names um but like she has a mrs havisham vibe like completely um you know she's like holed up and she can't get let go of the past and everything and she's a bit like not not job with it but like it kind of makes sense that there's all this shit everywhere because she's like clearly not looking after the place and she's just collecting stuff over time she's a hoarder yeah kind of a little bit like a hoarder you know like it's just it kind of just makes sense and it's just sort of like she's clearly quite a messed up person and it just makes sense that her surroundings would reflect that as well and I just thought it was like it's those like little things that just sort of really impresses me about like the set design and like the props and stuff and even like in the houses you know in the hotel and things like all the little things that you know they all they they always they all seem very like authentic for not only like the time but also the place and the the I hate saying the word class of people but do you know what I mean like you know because these are yeah, guys, know, like yeah. simple folk they just live their lives they you know they make their keep yeah. and whatever and it was just there's such a contrast between like the mansion and all of that like glamorous fucking wealth of shit and then like you know the hotel and things where it's just like quite bare and there's just the necessities and stuff and it just yeah it's just stuff like that just I know it sounds obvious it's like yeah of course I'm going to think about the set design but I don't know I think like sometimes you can have things you can have films and stuff where stuff doesn't necessarily make sense or even it's just like incorrect yeah I know you mean but they seem to have gone for like Ty West with this because Ty West is such a fucking stickler for detail like that I mean like like House of the Devil and shit and it all being like from the 70s and stuff just get a load of stuff in there yeah yeah But yeah, I thought it was so, really cool. Okay, so let, let, let's let's get over what, what this film's about, so we can all kind of like yeah. ourselves what the hell it is about. Yeah, sure, so basically, sure. So a, a doctor, Doctor Esway, Esway. Uh, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. He's a basically cor- been a, called a in by the but. <laughs> yeah, the Corona. Uh, yeah. He's been called in by the Burgermeister and the Inspector to yeah. investigate. Uh, the death of Ivana Hollander. That's right, yes. Correct? Yes. She's going to throw herself at the beginning. She sounds like a porn star. It's because I want (laughs) Ivana Hunks a lot from fucking Uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, that's what's up. Ivana Hunk. Ivana Hunk. Ivana Hollander. Yeah, Ivana 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 Hollander. Hollander. I don't even know her. But uh, so yeah, so it actually brought in from outside to come and investigate, and already he's basically like this town's a bit fucking weird. The locals seem to be. Oh, that bit when he comes in in the bar. Oh you yeah, know, and, it's, and it's all like, are you local? Like, and then everybody just stops talking, turns around. The classic, um, I caught the American Wheel from London. 
Yeah, it's pub that. scenario when you walk in, you're 100%. like, oh, okay. But they're not then. just like turn around to look at him. They're like frozen. It's like they're literally just staring at literally him. Literally just not moving at all. And they did this big like pan shot from the right to the left. And it's so fucking unsettling. Looking at everybody. Yeah, exactly. Like I literally expected someone to turn around and be like, are you local? Like for anyone who watches League of Gentlemen. Um, just that fucking, you are a stranger in... What are you doing here? Yeah, like, it's yeah. very, like, this close-knit community and, like, outsiders are not welcome kind of vibe. It's very... And, like, you know, if you've ever been, you know, if you've ever been on holiday and stuff, and, like, even if you are, like... I mean, obviously, like, I generally go to touristy places, but every now and then, like, um, I've gone to sort of, like, more rustic and more um, indigenous places. Like, yeah, yeah, a little bit. And, like, you know, you'll get people who are, like, you know, they're talking... And you're like, but they're in a completely different language. You're completely out of your depth. And you're like, are they talking about me? Are they talking about us? Are they like, you know? And it's just that kind of like very unsettling That's feeling it. of like being an outsider and being out of your depth. I really think that oh, this lo- all hones into that. <laughs> you love that. I love that, yes. Oh, you just I'm fucking... <laughs> you just, you just be there going, yeah, I'm what, mate? <laughs> You got something to say, mate? Tell me in fucking English. Oh, that's right. No, nah. I, I, would, I would just ignore them. I would just get on with it, you know. Yeah, no, I wouldn't you, you, wouldn't mind, so. you wouldn't do that. I mean, What's happening? So anyway, so yeah, so basically he's <laughs> getting a bit of a weird, weird reception from this town. Yeah. And then, and then basically he, what? Oh, that's right. The Burgermeister's brought in. Um, oh, like he wants name? him to do Monica, Monica Shifton. Yeah, she's like essentially there to assist in the in the in the autopsies. It's quite funny how we both got these movies that have got like autopsies. In them. Oh yeah, that's, that's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, it's totally coincidence. Um, yeah, she's there to just sort of like act as his assistant to make sure that he's not doing anything that he shouldn't be, like act as a witness almost. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's, yeah, that's, she's a medical student. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, and the whole town's like you can't, you can't do this autopsy. It's disrespectful of That's the dead. That's right. They didn't. They wanted. They wanted the the body to be buried. Just flat out buried. Off. Yeah, straight off. Yeah. And already um, they're like, well, no, we're gonna go ahead with it, and you can't stop us from doing the autopsy. And that isn't that yeah. when the the locals start kicking off with him. Don't they have a fight? Like a fight? Yeah, like they like a couple of them in like the alleyway. They try it on, sort of thing. But he. Bites them off. Oh, that's right. No, the the witch appears. Oh yeah, that's right. And they see her, and she just she like, appears, daggers and them then, with her eye. And then and then they go, oh fuck this, we're and out of like, here. Yeah, and they run off. That's right. Yeah, God, she called Ruth. She's so fit. So she is fit. So fit. Everyone need like needs a hot goth witch. <laughs> that's just my thoughts. <laughs> Everybody is a hot goth witch. No, everyone needs a hot goth witch. Where? Where? <laughs> Hidden oh, in a cupboard. No. I my wife would be too, too chuffed. In Who's my this? bed. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> just like, look, Kate said everyone needs a hot goth witch. I was just doing as I'm told. I'm just rolling with it. Just rolling okay. with it. Look, look, there'll be one for you as well. It's fine. Like, everyone gets one. Everyone needs a hot goth witch. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway. There's nothing hotter in my opinion. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So she sort of like, you know, scares them off with her very intense eye contact. And um, 
and yeah and then like I think she sort of like yeah so she oh she as well in the meantime she's like trying to because people are so terrified of like this presence that seems to be haunting and killing them off one by one and she's there trying to sort of like she's like a good witch she's like you know good Glinda that's right because they're, they're all superstitious aren't they they're so like, well, superstitious we yeah we can't fuck about with the dead you just no. gotta, you know like let them rest uh, in peace and whatever and oh that's where that's when they find didn't they put a coin inside the heart that's right yeah oh, because it's like supposed to pay for their passage or something in it and it's like if they don't have it, isn't, then that isn't that isn't that like an old thing where Mate, that that thing is like paid. that's in greek mythology that's in egyptian mythology that's in pagan mythology it's, yeah. it's in tons it's basically you have to pay your way to the other side is it, is it pay the the boat yeah pay, yeah so like that's greek so that's with the river Styx. you have to pay that's right thing with with egyptians i think it's something similar and then like with pay yeah it's like you have to basically pay your way so this is why like when this is why egyptians were always buried with their with their treasure they never it wasn't like inheritance mm. or anything it was like they would be buried with all of their wealth so that they had money in the afterlife and wealth in the afterlife and whatever and they could pay their way and if you didn't have it um then and also i mean even as early as like the turn of the century like they would have put, put coins in people's eyes and if you didn't that's have, right yeah yeah if you didn't have the the coin then you were your soul would be trapped it would not neither here nor there you would just be in limbo and you and that's where you would get unrested spirits and essentially like poltergeist that's and right and it's all kind of comes from a lot i mean it's all you know all in one and the same really isn't it but this essentially takes from that kind of thing except they've gone real graphic with it and shoved it in their hearts for some fucking reason so <laughs> yeah but, you know gothic horror gotta love yeah. it how did i mean how did you, how did you do that i mean I, I, I don't know mate. get a knife stick it in and then just, just yeah just they're dead. get your fingers in there get your have a bit of scrummy around okay <laughs> one fingers two fingers three fingers four no don't let's not get fisting again for christ's sake <laughs> hey, it's double fisting august man we're just we're just warming up, baby. <laughs> Prepping up. Yeah, man. That's just, just whenever we miss a month and we end up having to do two in a month, it's just going to be double fisting, whatever the month is. So this week, <laughs> this month, you've either got double, you've got double fisted August, and next episode will be ex- extreme August as well. Extreme. So yeah, Indeedio. exciting times. It is exciting. So anyway, yeah. So yeah, and then like, so we and we also find out that she's having it off with the Bergamite that's right. She's been yeah. banging him. The yeah, witch, she, yeah. Yeah, the witch. And like not jealous enough, I think that's fine. Whatever. Um, and um and she and then there's this like the family that he of the, who run the hotel that the coroner's staying with, Esway, like their daughter sees this like little girl with no, she, she's white she's hair. the barmaid, isn't she? Yeah, but I think no, but she's also their daughter. It's like a family run business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she and she's like closing up one night, and then she sees the image of of the little girl in the window, Melissa, and she's like, "Ah, oh, fuck! Like I'm gonna be next." Not me, not me. Yeah, and she like starts freaking out. So they bring the witch in to like it's fucking brutal, isn't it? Like, do you remember what they do to her to like try and like purge her of this curse? There is a I've got a bit of light bondage. I've got Basically, emoji. yeah, it's not even light bondage. They draw blood. Oh, crocky. Yeah, like you can see, like so, it's like these, like these, like what thistles and and sticks and whatever, like like brambles. 
It's classic just, bondage territory. She just like me. lashes her back. And she's only little, she's like, what, 16? Give it to her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't, don't mean that. <laughs> You're on BDSM going, give it to her. But hey, man, 16's legal in this country, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's not so. It's not fine. Um, but <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they tie her to the bed and they give her a good whipping around. So, no, I'm tell you what, if Ruth's doing it to me, fuck yeah. Uh, no, no, that's fine. Um, and uh, and every then she's like, yeah, like just sit tight basically and hope for the best, I guess. And, yeah. Um, oh, there's I, I've got there's a cool effect with the girl at the window. I can't quite remember it. No, but. I have a note. Yeah, because what they do is really cool because like most of the time with films when there's like a shocking thing appeared they'll zoom in but in this one they zoom out so yeah. they start with the face and then they zoom out and it's kind of like it's like a reverse pov it's like yeah you then go into like what that's, um, the girls that's hearing. right i do remember like you'll see what like what the the teenager like the daughter is not not melissa but the other one the victim what she's seeing and it's like in a way it's even more shocking than a zoom in because it's kind of like fuck can you Ugh. imagine seeing reverse, like that reverse. like yeah being in her position in bed tied to a bed and being pretty fucking helpless and like seeing that um yeah it's fucking yeah it's trippy and it's yeah i like that because like even nowadays you don't really see that very often so no, that's a cool it's, effect it's pretty cool um and also as well like just while we're on the subject of melissa the creepy ghost girl um do, like do you remember the creepy fucking portrait of her oh that's right this is when the, the doctor goes to visit uh Grass. yeah because he gets like he basically like it's a clue and he's just like yeah, go, go to the mansion and you'll find out more kind of thing so go to the baroness baroness grabs find out you know you get an idea what the fuck's going on yeah, she, like, not only Mr. Havison vibes, but she also gives me, like, elderly Helen and Bonham Carter vibes, you know? It's just that very sort of... Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just a bit, like, mm -hmm. off. But what, what was, what was going on with Carter. the... What was going on with the picture? Oh, nothing. It was just fucking cool, because she's there, like, and she's looking all fucking ghost-like and weird. She's not a ghost, in it? It's when she's alive and whatever, but, like... It's just that because she's got this really long blonde, like, wig, and it's, like, slightly crimped. It's, like, it's not straight, it's got crimped, so it kind of... I don't know why it makes it creepier, but it does. And then in it, like, she's just surrounded by, like, she's sat on this kind of throny chair, I think, and there's, like, skulls everywhere. And, like, the colouring's, like, it's very deep reds and yellows and stuff, and it's just, like, it's very majestic and regal, but it's also very creepy with all the skulls and just this very blank psychopath stare from this fucking child. That's right. Because I, I, I've got great great lighting in the villa. So I think that's that's probably... Oh, the use of shadow and light in this fucking yeah. film, man. Very good. It's, I mean, it's literally exactly whatever you're thinking, it's that. You know, that typical kind of barber, gothic, you know, everything's mysterious, everything's like, you know, like it's it's just everything is that. It's great. And everything is like draped in cobwebs, you know? Like this whole mansion mm. is just like... Everything's so theatrical. I, I'm just like, yeah, I want it. Give it to me. You know, I want more, <laughs> more. I was like, I didn't really, do you know what, at this point, I didn't really give a fuck about the plot. It wasn't like I didn't give a fuck, but it's like, it could have done anything at this point. And I, fair, it goes in some weird places. And I just didn't care. I was just like, I don't care. I just love what's happening in front of my eyes right now. <laughs> I, I, th I think you're right. I think you're, yeah, I think you're right. It does just kind of do some weird stuff. 
there's like a time loop bit in it like they go back to the mansion the coroner and um fucking the assistant um what's the face shifton shifton yeah and like and yeah and like because she realizes that she's actually the elder sister of melissa the ghost girl but like she was adopted very early on so she has no recollection of this and it's actually like because the 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 inspector or whoever's like this is no place for you you need to get out it's not safe and she's like no this is where my parents are and he's like actually love sorry i've got some news for you they're not your real parents soz um, and she's like, what's in this? It's like, he gives this fight. It turns out that, like, the Baroness is her real mother. Um, oh, that's, that's right. That's right at the end, isn't it, when she finds that out? Yeah, and then they go back to the mansion. And then there's this whole weird time loop thing where he's trying to find her. And she, he's just running from the room to the like, room again, the same room again and again and oh, again. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Like, one through very... one door and then out of the other. And then he just ends up in the same room again. He just keeps doing... Bleep. It was very David Lynch. It was, yeah. yeah. It was quite lynchy. Kind of like watching something, something from like um, Twin Peaks or Twin Peaks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Like it was like they was like in 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 the in the the Red Lodge or something. In the Red Room. Yeah, the Red yeah. Room is Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> There's a Red I Lodge. I haven't seen it? that. That's all right. Okay. Red Red Lodge. Don't Red Red Lodge. Um, yeah, Red Lodge is Twin Peaks. Oh no, you've yeah. made me doubt myself. Yeah, no, that is right. <laughs> um yeah and then like later on when he's going up and down the the staircase it's just going and going and going like there's no end to it he's just literally i'm like mate your cardio skills fucking (laughs) because i would be like nah do you know what i've known you about two days love you're really not worth it where's a pint (laughs) i'm gonna go home i'll see you later this is way too messy for me thanks cheers bye that's literally i'd just be like nah this is way too much this is not my business too much it's not my business i don't care that much but no, he can't have okay. a blonde hair and blue eyes. So, you know. Um, and also as well. Oh, yeah, fuck. So she also has these dreams, doesn't she? Old Shifton. Well, and well, like, you've actually, yeah, you have jumped ahead slightly. I know I did, uh, but I was I, I was excited. Yeah, we can worry. go back. I was excited. Yeah, no, basically, yeah, because Monica gets a doll placed at the end of her bed. Yeah, she absolutely herself. fuck off. And yeah, she shows off her legs oh yeah she does apparently like that was really risque at the time like apparently like there was a whole big like like the audience was like a proper reaction when she got her legs out she's got nice some nice legs that's the thing nobody and nobody makes 90s like that anymore (laughs) for fucking reasons like oh really do you like them so have we unlocked a secret kink for you do you like a 90 i'll pop mariana message i'll let her know like just get one of those like Ebenezer Scrooge type nighties, and like get your yeah not with, not with that not with a hat though not with a hat no it doesn't work no the hat ruins it let's not let's not get silly it's the nighty get your leg out I'll tell you what all right. that's it that's the one oh tell you what <laughs> bit sauce this is what they're on about a bit of the savory script all right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, fuck that though. Can you imagine, right? You're just having this nightmare, and then like you literally see your nightmare with this fucking creepy doll manifest itself in front of you, and like oh, as well, the back of its head's missing. And then she looks round, oh, and then it's fucking gone. Right, yeah. Like, uh, like no, like what? Not no, no. Fuck, fuck that doll. 
I'm gone. Absolutely fucking not. Oh God, yeah, that's right. I don't and, know. Why that. The the doctor here is moaning. Remember this? No. The doctor here is moaning. Um, I bet he does. And it's it's Nadine. The, oh, the, the barmaid. Oh yeah, the daughter girl. She, and she's like wrapped up in barbed wire. Yes. Remember that? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's got barbed wire all around. Oh no, it's not barbed wire. It's leeches. Is it? Yeah, they're leeching her. They're like, yeah, they're like. Ah, right. Doing a bloodletting. Right. That's okay. right. And it was like. Oh, right. Yeah, and it was like it was like a leech vine. Like it was like a vine ah, with leeches, right. and it was like to be honest, actually, I thought it was a bit shitty effects because it literally just slips off. There's no like, it's like apparently digging into her, and they're just like, oh yeah, there you go off. <laughs> see, yeah, see, I, I, I thought it was barbed wire for some reason. I don't know why. No, who it's knows? Kind of, yeah, it's leeches though, I think. But yeah, pretty gross though, isn't it? And they had the bell ringing as well, so the bell just rings on its own without anyone pulling the rope. And there's like no wind. Oh yeah, that's right. The little tower. Up, up, that up, really up. it's so simple, but that proper creeped me out. It's a good effect. Yeah, it's good. good. And he's all being silly um, me. He's like, oh no, it's fine. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's ringing on its own. Yeah. I I I've got one of my notes is basically I don't like the doctor. I, I think I, he's I just, realized it. Yeah. What the coroner? Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I just didn't. I, I don't think I really liked him or, or the, the actor playing him. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I don't care. As who, long as Ruth survives. As long as Ruth survives, I don't care. Exactly. Um, oh, yeah, and there's that bit as well where, like, they're in the house and then he opens the closet and then Melissa's inside and just like, whoa, fucking well got me that bit. She, Do you remember that? Closet. Yeah, like, he opens no. the closet door. no. No. No, I don't remember that. Oh, that clearly didn't make you jump. <laughs> fucking family no. made me jump. <laughs> no, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. But yeah, basically. Souls, <laughs> um, Souls everybody. Souls, everyone. Yeah, we, we will do better next time. Um, but yeah, basically. And then, so they're all in the mansion and all this stuff's happening. And it's all a bit weird. And as you say, it's like a bit, a bit Lynchian. Um... And yeah, and we find out that like actually there's all of this stuff going on. And what happened was Melissa, um, she got, she got, she wasn't killed by. It was like yeah, she was. But, but basically, the town got pissed, didn't they? They all got pissed, and she got run over. Yeah, by a ho- horse and cart. That's right. Yeah, and there was because like, it was like the festival or something or other. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah, let's go with that. Why not? So basically, so basically because she died, um, was it, was it, uh, the mum grabs, was it her who placed the curse? No, I think it or, was just Melissa. Or was the girl itself? I think, yeah, it, it was just Melissa. And then, um, yeah, and basically like, but the mum's not like mad about it either, though. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, have it. Yeah. They bump um, into the Baroness, who, who gives them the lowdown on how the village was drunk and let someone run her over 
and she yeah, bled to death. Her. So, so yeah, she's bitter. oh, and that's right. Like she was ringing the bell, and no one was coming to her aid, which is that's why there's a whole right. bit of the bell, and like no one like basically gave a shit um, because I think they all thought that's that she was right. a bit weird anyway. Is that yeah, right? Like, they're all pissed. They, that, yeah, they, and, they, and I just I don't think that they liked her that much to begin with anyway. Um, uh. But yeah, so like. Um, so it kind of comes down to Ruth basically coming to the aid of everyone, like because she's a witch, I guess. So she's like equipped to fight a ghost. Makes sense. That's and, right. Yeah. Yeah, and so Ruth comes along. So as as and Ruth go to. Oh yeah, and also she wants revenge because Burgermeister gets killed. Too. Yes, Burgermeister's killed. As, yeah. as is the inspector. The inspector's been. The shot. inspector's also gets gets it. Yeah, and but like Ruth's not banging the inspector. She's only banging the Burgermeister. Um, Burgermeister, um, yeah, and then basically they have like like um, Monica's all been like taken off, and Esway's off fucking around trying to find her, and then Ruth comes and faces the Baroness, and then they basically have it out, and then um, Ruth gets her in like she stabs her up with like a with like a, a poker for the fireplace, like one of the yeah, the hot her up with a hot poker. Right, love them at that. Sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, it's probably most she's been penetrated and why um, <laughs> and then like um, oh wait no sorry no fucking no it isn't fucking Ruth gets stabbed up sorry but then Ruth just because she's fueled by like her vengeance or whatever she um, strangles Baroness Baps not Baps Graps <laughs> Baroness yeah Baps. the witch the witch turns up to confront the Baroness and then strangled her but the witch dies yeah she um, as well yeah they both they both kick it but like she takes her out so that's fine she's happy because she you know her bloke's gone and stuff and she gets her her revenge and whatever um so yeah and then basically um i think like because the baroness is controlling she, she's basically the conduit for, yeah for melissa's that's right and... yeah that's right so yeah she like man almost manifests melissa doesn't she but like melissa's yeah is also there like so, it's like a, a little two show so yeah so when so the baroness dies melissa also the spirit also disappears yeah. yeah and then um and that's the end and, and that's Monica basically it, isn't it? By the doctor and yeah of course she is sunset. yeah because he's like you know the big manly hero whatever yeah um she's a bit shit though um, but yeah, like Ruth's my favourite anyway. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. So, like, just because where we covered it lately, as though, oh, sorry, is there anything else that you want to, like, talk about this? Because we talked about, like, the cinematography and all that's really cool. Um, and then, like, we talked about, oh, okay. can just, oh, can we talk about it as well, though? Sorry. Uh, there was such uh, a cool bit. Shut up. There's such a cool bit where, like, he's in the alleyway just before, like, they have that fight with the guys that, like, you know, come at him. And um, yeah. I've got this note where it's just like, the shot of the alley, like with the moonlight in the puddles and stuff, and then you got the like the shadows cast off the stone walls because they're just these bare stone walls, and then it's like you've got this black cat and stuff. It's just so fucking like there's so much like classic gothic like imagery here and stuff, and it's just like yeah, you could have this film on in the background of a Halloween party and it'd be perfect. No sound, you just have the images, just and every single image would be like perfect. Yeah, no, it has. It's I, I think the the lighting uh, and use of shadows and stuff is is perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, for the for the whole 
um, setup and, and everything. Um, yeah, really atmospheric. And it does a, a really great job at, at that. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely one of the things that I, I picked up on. Um, yeah, yeah, it just has like it has that classic, uh, you know, Hammer horror feel. Hundred percent. Yeah, sixties, sixties horror, gothic horror. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually really encouraged me to like try and go and find a bit more like this, you know, like that sixties Italian horror because it's all yeah, kind of... your your kind of Hammer. Novel My older is, movies is is nothing compared to yeah, it's a bit. Thin. It's not like I haven't watched any. I've watched quite a few stuff from like you know. 60s and 70s and things but like I haven't watched anywhere near enough like or like anything to sort of say that like you know oh yeah I know about that like I don't I've seen quite a few but like you know nowhere near given like the quantity that there is and not even just quantity but quality of stuff there is you know like I mean even here like you know with this film it's like you could like someone could say oh yeah it's just style over substance but like to be fair even the plot is pretty good you know it's compelling yeah. like some of the stuff at the end is a little bit like odd when you know the time loop stuff and when he's going down like the spiral staircase and it just never ends although that in fairness throw that in just for the fucking shot of it it's just yeah. so like the black yeah. and white contrast as it goes like spirals down and down and down it's fucking great um but i'd you know i could sit here and i'd be like i love this film purely for what it looks like but actually the plot is pretty good and the characters are cool you know it's compelling and also we've got yeah yeah, it's it's it's, it's a, a good straightforward ghost story, isn't it? Really, uh, yeah. With pretty decent acting. Uh, Say what? It's some of the better acting in these sorts of films. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's it's well paced. It doesn't lag at all. No, hundred um, percent. There's, no, there's no bits you're like, oh, this is a bit fucking dull. Yeah, or um, you know, with a decent runtime, it just kind of just you know gets in, yeah, does its, its what, thing, like and an it's hour twenty minutes, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking great. Um, the my my negative uh, aspects are I, I thought the kills were a bit lame, and quite a lot of them were off screen. Um, yeah, I mean I'm that might be budget because if you think about Probably. it, they didn't have one. Probably, and <laughs> it's know, the, it's like sixties before. Yeah, you know, I think it's probably more budget really being, that up. Pro- being that producers run off without paying them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's no tits. On, there are tits. no tits. You're right. They got a bit of love, mm. but no tits. Ruth should have, no Ruth tits. Should have been, we should have been introduced to Ruth doing some yes. naked pagan ritual dance. Yes. Right? Yes. I bet you. And also as well, the actress, I looked her up because obviously. You might like, say, I bet she's got great boobs. She does. Like, well, she does like a lot of like she was always like the actress who they called in to play the more vampy characters, no pun intended. Like she was always like, you know, the one who always played the bit of a the bit of the darker character, the bit of the one with a bit of something, something going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she also had that look. Yeah, like but no, she's blonde. She um yeah, her hair was dark for this film. I can't remember if it was a wig or if she dyed it, but yeah, but also as well though keep dark like you look fit fit as well oh wow okay yeah so, like, I mean, in, in on the the imdb picture she's got like she's got like dark hair. hair let me see just, yeah like scrolling all just kind of like brownish hair like dark, i'm pretty brown. sure like i'm pretty sure she's blonde let me have a uh, look um most yeah she? mostly her imdb photo doesn't do her justice either no was she was she in um in a james bond movie Maybe, I don't know. 
probably mm. not actually, otherwise it'd be in her bio. Yeah. And her last role was in 1969. Is she dead? What does it say? Uh, no! She's still going. She lives! She oh, lives. she was only born in 1941, Respect. so she'll only be about, what, 82? I say only, that's pretty good innings, to be fair. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, she's apparently blonde, I think. I don't I might have been, I might have made that up, but that does ring a bell. Fuck off, Meg 2. Fucking ads. Ash? Ad, uh, um. Ads for Meg 2 keep popping up. It's like getting in the way of what I'm trying to read. Um, Yeah, I might have made that up, to be fair. Whatever. She looks hot with brown hair. Um, you made up. Maybe. But yeah, as you can see, like, in her bio, there's like a few things where she's, you know, she's naked and whatever. Not complaining. Oof. So she would have done it, I reckon. Done a naked ritual. She would have done man. it. I reckon she'd have done yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, fucking out, Barbara. What are you playing at? Yeah. So yeah, let's 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 get, let's get not let's enough gore and not enough boobs. Yeah. Did you um? No, did, you, did you? No, that's pretty much all I got. I was just going to ask you. Did you um? Uh, did you prefer this one or Black Sunday? Which one was the? Black Sunday for me. Oh, was it? Mm. Okay. Why's that? Why? Yeah. Uh, I, I think I could you remember it it was <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably no it had, had better better effects I think do you think uh, it, it's more more eerie with it yeah I think so oh okay cool I suppose they, they did um, a bit more gore with it didn't they actually yeah it, it, yeah I think it literally came down to budget with this one after the producers did a runner I reckon yeah. it's not like Barbara yeah, hides away from gore was it no, that's Not true. Usually. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it is just a budget thing, and that's why a lot of the kills were kind of yeah. off screen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm. Well, okay. Yeah. I think I prefer else? this one. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, I think it just. I don't know. It just appeals to me more. Like the story appeals to me more. And okay. like, okay. Hot goth witch is another one, but like. Um, no, I just, yeah, it just kind of appeals to me more. And I just, I find, I think, like, the because the plot is pretty simple. It's got, like, a cool twist at the end and stuff. Whereas, like, I think the other one was a little bit more wishy-washy with what was, like, okay. going on and stuff. I don't know. I just found this one a bit more gripping. Like, I cared a bit more. Um, but, like, it's literally, like, not by much, though. People, people really rate this, though. Yeah, I can see uh, why. I mean, looking on Letterbox, people, a lot of people giving it five stars. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. fair play. I don't know if I'd give it five stars, but like, it's it's definitely yeah, a great film. But like between Black Sunday and this, it's it's literally like a slither. It's not there's not much in it. But I was just curious, being that we've done them both recently, and like obviously same director and that. Yeah. Yeah. And I got Black Sunday was before as well. Yeah, so well, that that's was 1960. Like yeah, it was Barber's like yeah. first proper directorial. First movie. one, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. He'd done a couple of the um, This wasn't far off from the beginning of his career, so. Mm. Yeah. What are you going to give it then as we're talking about scores? Um, I'm going to give it six spooky eight year olds hiding in the closet out of ten. Nice. All right, cool. Did you, like, what did you give the other one? What did you give Black Sunday? Can you remember? Seven. Seven. Oh, okay, cool. That makes sense. All right, so I gave Black Sunday eight. 
and I'm going to give this an 8.5. 8.5. Oh, wow. Which is out of wow, 10. you really liked it. Yeah, I did. Like, I, there was literally like, my gripes were like minor. I, I agree with what you're saying, but I let the gore go because of the budget shit. I yeah. like boobs, obviously, but like, <laughs> I don't need boobs in this. Like, it's fine without. Um, it would have been nice to see Ruth's boobs there. Um, but my my Fair sort enough. of only sort of thing of it was that it got a little bit, I don't know, a little bit sort of Twilight zone at the end, which I didn't know if it entirely suited the overall tone of the film. Um, okay. But like it's a minor gripe. Otherwise, I, I thought this was a really good good time and I'll definitely crack. I'm more likely to crack this on over Black Sunday. Okay. I'm, I'm the opposite. But, Are you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. It's all right. It's all good. <laughs> no. Whatever. Oh, whatever. 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 Mate. Whatever. Oh my god! I haven't heard that in ages. Whatever, Trevor. That's such an English thing, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think anyone else in the world has the name of Trevor, does it? No, it's such a. It's such an English. My best mate's oh. mum's boyfriend's called Trevor. Was called all right, Trev, and he's got oh, a proper light like, accent as well, like proper country boy. You're right, Trev. All right, Trev. How's it going? All right. Oh yeah, not too bad, to are you? Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right, Trev. Give oh. me some cider. Yeah, oh, a cup Fucking of tea. Nuts. Oh yeah, I'll have one. Cheers, mate. Get a kettle on. It's so that in it. <laughs> oh, Trev. Oh, right. That's lovely though. He's he's great. Anyway, right. We're gonna do next one. Your movie. Your pick. You introduce. Okay, let me just bring it up. Sounds like you uh... remember what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I chose uh, the autopsy of Jane Doe from 2016. A father and son, both coroners, are pulled into a complex mystery while attempting to identify the body of a young woman who was apparently harboring dark secrets. Yeah. Great rack. This is dead oh, yeah. in this one. I mean, they're yeah. dead boobs, but we've oh, already yeah. had that discussion. Dead boobs, but still good. Yeah, she's it's still good. Like, she's not started decomposing yet. Oh, I had a chat with someone. I ma- messaged on. I started. I matched with on Tinder, right? And he had like a real thing for like pushing limits and like talk, like not actually doing taboo stuff, but just talking about oh, taboo God. stuff. Here we go. And so I posed him that question, and he was like, "Yes, absolutely." I like, you know, and like we were chatting, what? just like, like he he'd fuck a dead person over oh you know my, rather, like what you, would you rather yeah he was just like absolutely he was just like yeah just like as long as it's within a few hours see no problem <laughs> Ooh, okay but he wasn't like uh, it was... it's a match <laughs> it's a match <laughs> no i found out he was married so i blocked him uh, and not in a, a call like they're fine with it and no it's just like no nah, i'm messaging you with next to my wife and she has no idea i was like <laughs> I'll see you later, pal. Bye. Blocked. It's like oh, I'm not about that. But like, um, no, but yeah, like he was like. But before I knew that, like the bands and chat was great. It was just like, yeah, he just really got off on like being taboo and like, you know, that stuff. Like he didn't do it. Like he asked me like, would I ever fuck an animal? And I was like, are you expecting me to what? fuck an animal? Because I wouldn't. And he was just like, no, he's like, absolutely not. But just like, it's fun to ask these questions. I was just like, all right. Oh God. It was like he asked me, like, would I rather, would I rather get fucked by a dog or give a horse a blowjob? 
<laughs> right, anyway, autopsy agenda. Anyway, <laughs> the listeners like, what did you say? <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm not telling you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, the audience like, don't leave us hanging. <laughs> for our Patreon episode. No, I'm joking. Um, so, <laughs> um, anyways, this is, right. Okay. Autopsy. So Should we do a trailer? Is... Should we do a trailer? Okay, let's do the trailer. Right, do a trailer, autopsy of Jane Doe, and then we'll come back. This is not what I was expecting. I see one. No, no. What's that for? Make sure he's dead. Sheriff, what happened? No ID, no fingerprints in the system. For now, she's a Jane Doe. He needs my help right now. 11 o'clock, I'm all yours. Subject is in her mid to late 20s. Hair brown. Warning now. Eyes gray. What happened to you? First, they bound her. Then they ripped out her tongue, poisoned her, paralyzed her, forced her to swallow the cloth. Where is that? Sorry, do you want to do that? Or I shall still I do, do that? It. Oh, you want to do that, all right? <laughs> We're back. Shaking my so, head. You can't see me, but autopsy. I am shaking my head. Oh, yeah, aut- autopsy on. of Jane Doe. Uh, <laughs> autopsy of Jane Doe, directed by Andre Oberdahl. And this film stars, as it just loads up, Brian Cox, Emil Hirsch, Ophelia Loverbond, Michael McKell Hatton, Olwyn Catherine Kelly, Jane Perry, Parker Sawyers, Mary Duddy, Mark Phoenix, Sydney, Stanley the Cat, Cat. Uh, Araf de la Tour, and Yves O'Hara. Both of those last two are uncredited. I love how Stanley the Cat gets a higher credit than damn right. Some of the actors. Actually, has Stanley the Cat been in any other films? Oh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. No. Sydney. No, she it. In this film. I reckon it was probably someone's cat, like someone on set's cat. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't got that in my trivia, but let's pretend that's true. Um, 
cool nice all right i'll do the trivia no, I'm excited. i actually can't remember any of this trivia so how do we fucking pronounce the director's name again andre overdahl it is just overdahl okay it's because the o with the yeah. slash through it and it threw me all right because yeah he did okay. 200 on that didn't he um See? Cool. So, director Andre Overdahl was drawn to the script because of its classic horror vibe. He had not long before watched The Conjuring and had been inspired by its simplicity and effectiveness of using techniques and styles from more classic cinema, something that was rare around that time, 2014, to be clear. Andre Overdahl wasn't even in consideration for director. His previous film, um, Troll Hunter, uh, was... Um, obviously very, very different to this one, so people just didn't consider him. He just happened to be working on another ah. project in London with the same producers, and they got on... Um, oh, sorry, and they got on, rather, sorry, so that he um, he ended up getting it from that. It's like, total coincidence that he got the job. It was literally nepotism. Um, <laughs> Andre ah, Overdahl... Okay. Yeah. Andre Overdahl read the script cover to cover in 45 minutes. It's pretty quick. Gosh. Originally, Martin Sheen was going to play Tommy. But filming... Really? old, really, surely. Yeah. I'd have thought. Okay. Um, you can imagine that, though. That'd be quite a different film, I think. Um, but filming got bumped by a few months and he was no longer available when it came to actually filming. Brian Cox then came on board and shortly after, Emil Hirsch was cast after showing interest um, because Brian Cox was involved. Uh, Brian Cox and Emil Hirsch got on really well off screen as well as on screen. And Andre Overdahl believes that this is why their on screen father son dynamic works so well. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, same. A lot of the autopsy and science detail is accurate, including how the morticians handled tools, etc. And they had a professional mortician on set to consult. They ended up contributing so much that Andre Overdahl said it was like having a second director because. Um, they were there pretty much shot by shot, making sure everything was correct. At the end of filming, the consultant told the director that he was proud of having made this movie because they took it so seriously and made it as real as possible. Said mortician, who's okay. called Stuart, was apparently quite an interesting character who often would tell dark stories about his career between takes to entertain everyone. He also often <laughs> didn't follow protocol, despite being very, <laughs> very much revered in his field. For example, Brian put forward that they should be wearing masks and Stuart replied with, oh, no, 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 my boy. Most of the time, even I don't, I sorry, I don't even, ah, fuck it, I fucked it. Right, Stuart replied with, oh, no, one. no. Yeah, fucked it. Stuart replied with, oh, no, 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 my boy. I, most of the time, don't even wear gloves, which is just oh, all kinds of ick. Ugh. Doing an autopsy with no gloves on. Oh, God, no. Just, uh, uh, yeah. I love how we're going, uh, for that, but we're quite happy to fuck dead people. Well, you are. <laughs> no, fuck off, you said. You said it would be, you would if it was smart or anything. Did I? Yeah, roll the tapes, mate, you fucking... Okay, roll the tapes. Yeah, mate. Oh, I'm going to take that back. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Nah. Anyway. I wouldn't. I would. Anyway, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you would. No, no, I wouldn't. Um, Owen <laughs> Ke- <laughs> Shut up. Owen Kelly, who played Jane Doe, took the role very seriously and it, it didn't interact with Brian Cox or Emile Hirsch. Andre Overdahl wanted her to initially be almost an inanimate object and then the more Tommy and Austin, so that's the character names, um, and us, the audience by proxy, discover more about her character the more alive she becomes during the first scene shot cox and hirsch were a little intimidated working with her because not only did she not make 
any connection with them at all but also because you know <clears throat> she's fit as fuck and led naked on the table while they observe and discuss her dead body <laughs> yeah um, okay a bit awkward in it because that wasn't like that was yeah. her the whole time um Bloody but hell. apparently after a bit because she was so still and just sort of there she actually did kind of become a bit of an inanimate object in their minds in fact Emil Hirsch said that he would make a conscious effort during some scenes to really take note as to whether it was oh yeah no sometimes it was a dummy sorry it was a dummy sometimes but like the extra okay. bits. um but he would have to sort of like take a mental note as to whether it was the actor or the dummy so that he didn't use any of the tools on her by accident because she was oh, so still. <laughs> yeah Christ. Really I, know. Good. I know. Yeah, right. So on that note, Owen Kelly suffered a lot during filming due to having to lie on the marble slab. Because of the material, the marble, it didn't ever warm up and it's rock hard and extremely cold. They also placed um, foam pieces under certain points of her body to try and minimise contact. However, despite that, she still came away sore and bruised after shooting for so many hours each day and also from wearing prosthetics. But apparently she never complained. On top of that, she perfected the art of shallow breathing so as to breathe but still appear dead. Brian Cox said if there was ever an award given for best corpse, she should win it every time. Yeah. Um, fair yeah, yeah. Agreed. Definitely. The dummy that was occasionally used for the more gruesome effects was anatomically correct. It was quite interesting. Okay. Brian Cox is extremely squeamish and on set, Emil Hirsch would wind him up by showing him real autopsy footage on YouTube and he'd still be freaking out about it days later. <laughs> he, also, <laughs> he also found the prosthetics very difficult to handle too and it was a source of amusement throughout the shoot. He relaxed more as it went on, but he still found it very challenging. For his... <laughs> I know, poor Brian. For his 30th birthday, Emil Hirsch went to the Los Angeles City Morgue, which is the largest morgue under one roof in the world in preparation for the role. He said he'd never, sorry, he said he had gone from never having seen a dead body before to seeing about 400, thanks to the open crypt that they have there. Apparently it's like a supermarket, but instead of food on the shelves, it's bodies inside clear plastic containers. And apparently it's oh, very disturbing, word. which imagine I imagine it He also saw five or six live autopsy and he began to question whether the prep was worth it because he was so disturbed. But he said ultimately it was as it helped create the right tone in his performance. Last bit. While he does try to keep other movie influences, etc. out of his mind, Andrea Vidal used Seven as a reference for this movie because it's so grounded and has the mystery at its core and characters analysing dead bodies throughout. Without knowing this, Emil Hirsch actually compared one of the scenes to one in Seven while shooting. I don't know which one. That is it. Oh, okay. My first note here, it, my first note is boobs. I mean, dead boob, but still, wins a win. <laughs> yeah. This is your influence. This is your fucking fault, Matt. Uh, this is what my wife says to me. Right? I've changed her. I've warped her mind. This, this is, is like, happens. you know, two and a half years of recording with you, and I'm just becoming like a big... You know what? I was never a pervert before this show. Ask anyone. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just, it was, it's inbuilt though, obviously, Kate, it's just, you've just triggered me. the surface. There's some sort of <laughs> like, you know, like one of those like spy trigger words. <gasps> yeah, and I'm just like, oh, boobs. <laughs> That's all right, it's all good. They are oh, good boobs, good. though. They are good boobs. Yeah, she's attractive, I'm not going to lie. They could have really yeah. gone with anyone and they went, had to go with her, didn't they, Jesus? Oh, wow. Anyways, thank God yes. they did. Why did right? Why did you choose this movie? 
Where? Why? Why? I chose this movie because I had seen it once before and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> so but you know what? That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Valid. Hundred um, percent. I just thought it's it, uh, yeah, it's a film that I, I had really enjoyed previously, and uh, I hadn't really <laughs> heard that many. Bless you. <laughs> I hadn't really. Sorry. Bless you again. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Oh, wow. Three times. Nearly yeah. or, orgasm. Uh, bless you. Um, <laughs> my head's I... <laughs> I can't see. Not my not my feet or anywhere else. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, back on track. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, what was I saying? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. It's, it's yeah, you would, that, you would like it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying it's a film that I don't know. Not really many people have. I mean, people like it. It's a well-liked film, but I haven't really yeah. heard anybody talk about it before. No, uh, like... Forgive me. Forgive me. Any podcasters who are going, well, we did it last year. So yeah. I, I haven't heard that. Um, yeah, so that's why I chose it. Um, and in fairness, Matt, you listen to way more podcasts than I do, so you know. Mm, but yeah, you're right. Maybe. I haven't really heard anyone cover it. Um, you are right. You're correct, sir. Um, I'm correct. Sometimes. Um, so, have yeah. you, have you seen this before? Yeah, I had. I'd seen it. Had I seen it twice? Can't remember. I definitely had seen it though, and I, in fact, I remember, um, I wasn't very well when I watched it, and um, my friend had brought me a little care package of like candles and you know chocolates. like some chocolates and you know little bits, and I remember getting all like snuggy up on my sofa. It was a winter's evening, and um, having it on and like shutting off all the lights and just lighting my candles and having. Um, I had a glass of wine. It was only a small. I wasn't very well. It was only a small one, but like I just felt it was right. And like my chocolates and curled up on a big snuggie. Oh, I also bought new slippers. So for anyone, like that's always exciting. I know, I but it is. <laughs> it is. It's so exciting. Like oh, just right. People back me here. Having some nice, cozy new slippers is just like oh, it's like a hug on your feet. It's so nice. Anyway, so I think I'm getting like this because I'm not very well. So all I want to do is like curl up on the sofa with like chocolate and my slippers. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so um, and I and I remember taking a photo of it for like Facebook and I had all like my candles and the lights off and it says the autopsy of Jane Doe. And it just being like, yeah, this is how you watch a horror film, yeah. you know? especially like an atmospheric horror film like this, you know, because I think like, you know, we're going to get into it like that's the that's what makes this film work is this this constant atmosphere that's just present throughout the whole thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely you know um, so it's it, so sorry it, it, you'd seen yeah. it fairly recently then no it was um uh, it was it was time ago no it was about five years ago okay because i remember i was living in the house that i lived in before i had ava so i don't know if i was no i wouldn't have been pregnant no so probably about six years ago because if I, I wouldn't have been probably oh, okay. a glass of wine, so it's probably about six, six and a half years ago. Yeah. But okay. I remember it being like, I've heard lots of good things. I should check this out. And I think it was when it first came on Netflix. And yeah. Right. Okay. Because I only just bought the book. And now, well, bargain bin. And now I have yeah. it. And now I think I'm going to watch it fairly regularly because it's like, it is one of those films. Like, it's an atmospheric film. Crack the lights off. Dark outside. 
you know, if there's like a storm or something, like fuck yeah. And just like get snuggy and just like hone in on this very atmospheric mystery filled horror movie. It's yeah. 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 I love shit like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I love shit like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right. So yeah. So, so, so let's just give let's just give people a lowdown. If you have not seen this film, um, do watch it. But um, we're gonna we are gonna spoil the fuck out of this one. I mean, we always um, spoil our films, so there's a warning. But yeah. Agreed. So so basically, what this well, what this is about is basically from the off. There's a there's been a killing in a household. Yeah, it starts sure off what... very kind of CSI, doesn't it? Very procedural yeah, cop show. There's basically like three people dead and then unsure of what the hell's gone on. Yeah. However, once they've uh, had a uh, dig around and stuff, they then find this um, half-buried uh, corpse. Which yeah, is... with a boob out. Yeah, which, which is the Jane Doe. So... And she seems quite a yeah. fresh body, doesn't she? She's not like, you know, she's yeah. buried, but she's not rotted or anything. And what no, they say, she's... don't they? They said there's like, it's so weird because it doesn't look like anyone's tried to get in, but it seems like they were trying to find their way out. Like they were trying to break out. That's and it's just like, right, yes. Yeah, so there's a mystery set up from like the first 30 seconds. From the off. See, I don't quite know how that really ties in. Well, because they, she was obviously fucking around with them as well. And they're trying to get out and like... They right. weren't able to, and they ended okay. up. Okay, like, it just, it just felt that that first bit was a bit shoehorned in a little bit personally. Do you reckon? It, yeah, I do. I have of. a note here saying that it's quite a different tone to the rest of the movie, but like, yeah, I just think it's it seems, sort of like it raises questions. But I don't. I think you're right. I don't know if it is entirely needed because we could have got some context of what happened, where she came from, just from like a little bit of info dumping between the copper and the cor- like the the mortician. Yeah. From Brian yeah, Cox. yeah, yeah, and then boom, we just straight in with the morgue. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Actually, I didn't mind it, but like, I do, I do agree with what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, so yeah, the coppers bring the Jane Doe uh, down to the this father and son um, mortician. Uh, yeah, morticians. Yeah. Uh, which. Is, is it their family? It is their family. Yeah, it's, home. Yeah, it's, it's like downstairs in the basement. Him type thing. Uh, it's a big old, big old place down, downstairs, isn't it? Do they say where they're from? Because it's given me real kind of Portland, Oregon vibes. They, the only thing they say is that it's from remember. north. It's like north, like with the with Salem, like Massachusetts. They say it's up north in Massachusetts, or maybe they're in Massachusetts and they just mean north of the state. But it just sort ah, of no. like. That's right, because there's there is information coming in later on where this is saying, well, that's to the north. Yeah, there's but, various different things that they find. Yeah, that they find that that are native that can only be found in certain parts of Massachusetts. But it's mm. just like I don't know if they if that's implying that they're also in Massachusetts and they mean it's north of the state or like they're just somewhere don't think low. So. I, th- I just, think they're yeah mid mid. Maybe I mean, USA, I know, I've only I ever guess. been to I've only ever been to Texas in America, so I have absolutely no like 
knowledge okay. of anything else particularly in terms of first-hand knowledge um no experience with it but like from what i've seen <coughs> on tv um <laughs> it just kind of gave me put like the, the style of housing that kind of like old like style of housing yeah. you know what i mean like yeah 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 um, um, really American green style. yeah really loads of forests and lots of greenery and stuff and very kind of like autumnal vibes i guess you know, everything's all a bit like, it wouldn't surprise me if they had candles down there instead of lights, you know? <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm, yeah, just, I can see that. Maybe I'm just hoping for it. Um, but yeah, so like it kind of, it's that kind of vibe. It's like, yeah, like his father and his father before him and it kind of gone through the family type thing. But like Emil Hirsch's character, Austin, huh, Austin, um, he, um, we find out through him chatting with his girlfriend that he actually doesn't want to do this. He wants to go off and do something else. He hasn't told his dad That's yet. That's right. He, he, hasn't, he hasn't told him yet. No. That's and right. she's like... He, he, want, he wants out. Yeah, he wants to go off with his girlfriend, basically, and she's just, like, getting a bit frustrated that he's dragging his heels on it. But it's kind of understandable, though. Can you imagine? Jesus. Oh, God, you got to go and fiddle about with another body before we fiddle <laughs> about with me. <laughs> <laughs> got to stick your fingers in some good? other bird. <laughs> Ouch. Um... <laughs> where's the line so i'm not wrong and he's literally like looking right up her vagin shit because he has to do a cervix examination yes he does yeah he he's does. literally yeah. he's not getting off on it though no no that's better, better than you and me so um <laughs> but that's like, right so so they get so they're about to go out, out, out on a date the, the yeah. jane doe's brought in so the copper's like look we, we need we need this done asap yeah so like, okay, the, got the mayor on my it. ass yeah, so they've got to get on with it. And the yeah. son was about to go to the cinema, but he's like, okay, well, look, I've, I've got to help my dad. And get yeah, because it's just those two. There's no one else. It's just those two. No. And she, he's like, come back at 11. We'll catch the midnight viewing. I'll take you for drinks afterwards. We'll go get some milkshakes at the diner or whatever. Very wholesome. Um, and she's like, oh, fine. You know, kind of like, she gets it. But like, whatever, I'll come back later. And then he's like, That's okay, right. cool. We got a job to do, dad. I was, I was, I, I'm so sorry. I I've jumped the gun here because they're actually, really? yeah, because they're actually dealing with the Burns victim first. Oh shit! Yeah, not, they not, are. Not, not not the not the not the Jane Doe. No, they're dealing with, and it's really fucking gross, isn't it? Like the effects are so oh, real. Really, yeah, really good effect. And the girlfriend basically she wants to. She wants she to wants see to it. Kinda, yeah. She wants to have a look. And yeah. the son's like, nah. No, nah. you do not. The like... Dad's like, no, no, no. No, no. Yeah, you go She's for all right. it. But she doesn't choose that one. She chooses another one, which is like someone who shot his own head in with a shotgun, like close range. Ah, and and, and like woman... he pulls it out and it's covered, but you can see the like the cavern that was his head because the the um, the oh, way that the right. sheet is. Yes. So like it goes, yeah. like you can see like a ridge where the side of his head is, but then it dips down to where his fucking Whoa. face is missing. And he, she goes to like, oh yeah, because there's this whole thing about like the bell, 
And it's just like, why do you have battles? It's all because back in the day, like, you know, people could be in a coma and get mistaken for dead. Like it was quite common. So they put a bell in. So if they woke up, they could ring the bell and get that out. And he's just like, I'm just a bit of a traditionalist. And then, yeah. And then she's like, I want to see one. And he's like, all right, go on then. And so they pull out this thing and and Emil Hirsch is all like, yeah, he shot himself and all this. It's all real tense. And like, she goes to pull back the sheet and then the dad rings the bell suddenly and she jumps out of her fucking skin. Shits her up. Yeah, and they all have a good laugh, and that was proper funny. And you can tell that he's like, because he's kind of given his son like it were like watch this son kind of eyes, and he. I love his character. I love their whole thing. Like it's great. It's so great. Oh, what the father son dynamic? Yeah, it's large. Yeah. It's, it's so real. Very good. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, it's great. Um, and they, they, yeah, they, and they also, it's pretty well cast. They also have a look at the. Um, there's a lady. Um, she, I think she was a cancer victim um, and she's got her eyes and her mouth stitched up really? Yeah. you remember that? oh yeah of course yeah because she comes back later yeah it's fucking creepy oh, as shit isn't it? yeah spoiler alert but yeah oh, well. she does come yeah um, yeah it's fucking well creepy That I don't know why but whenever you see like Eyes and mouth being sewn together, Stitched. it freaks me fu- the fuck no, out. It's weird. I know what you mean. It's, it's a it's real like dark. Yeah, like it. I you know, like you know, everyone has like some people hate fingernails. Some people like Ooh. hate like like. There's this podcast that I listen to where like one of the hosts hates the idea of like dismembered feet, and then really? like the other one hates the idea of torsos, like dismembered torsos. Like it just really gives them the heebie-jeebies, like, like on a different mm-hmm. level to other things. And like that's one of mine is is eyes and mouth being stitched up. It's just yeah, yeah. <sighs> <sighs> I just yeah, I don't like it. I don't I don't like it. No, don't like it. No, don't like it. So yeah, so there's so, her as well. Yeah, and then um, yeah, and then they have the whole bit. Jane Doe's come in. Girlfriend fucks off. She's gonna come back later. Dad and son are like right. Let's get down to business. And they have this really great moment, don't they? There's a really cool bit where, like, they're setting up and prepping for her autopsy, and they've got this really upbeat because they have the radio playing all the time, and they have this really right, upbeat yeah. song. I don't know what the song is, but it's this really upbeat music, and it's just such a cool juxtaposition between like the morbidity of what they're about to do, and with this whole murder and everything, and like this very light-hearted, like funky music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like. I just love yeah. shit like that. It's like I love it when Tarantino does that. You know, like when he. He always puts up the scene. Yeah, he puts yeah. up beat music to really dark, you know, things happening on screen. <laughs> it's a dark shit. It's yeah, cool. Like, I like it. Yeah. Uh, right. Where are yeah. we? Um, well, they start doing the autopsy, don't they? They sort of, Oh, that's right. They so they start working open. on Jane Doe. The girlfriend's gone. Girlfriend's gone. Uh, yeah. So yeah. But, like they they was... start cutting her up and she's bleeding. Yeah, no. They I, do the I, the initial the initial dissection, you know, where they do the Y cut down the torso, and she starts bleeding right. blood, like which shouldn't happen because your like, heart stopped pumping blood. But he's like, no, that's I've seen right. this on recent victims. Like, if you've just died, like sometimes that can happen if there's like a congestion of blood or something. Like, it can happen. Well, that's right. And, and there's she, all these. She's got. She's Sorry. got cloudy eyes. She's got cloudy eyes. Yeah, they're um, all like. Congealed. And, you know, as if she's been dead for days, but she shows no signs of 
uh, any okay. rigor mortis. Like, no, nothing. Because they're lifting no, up her arms and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's got no rigor mortis. And they're like, oh, okay, well, that's, that's odd. But her that's eyes are open. Right. She's not responding to it. It's not like she's flinching or, or making any sort of indication that she's feeling any of the things that they're doing. And everything, no, and this right. is the thing, like at first, they, the weird things do happen, but like, I want to call him Dr. Cox because obviously he's Brian Cox and Dr. Cox has gloves. So Dr. Cox is like, he's all like, able, like a few things he's like able to explain it. He's like, no, I've seen this. But it's kind of like, but even after a bit, he's like, all right, these things on their own are explainable, but altogether, this is bizarre. Like this, this is a lot of weird shit to be happening on one body. Mm. You know, and also you, some of it doesn't make sense because some of it is like, oh, that would happen on a recently dead body. Oh, I've seen this happen on bodies that have been weeks old. Just like, well, which is it? Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's got she's got shattered ankles. Uh, yeah, that's so gross in it as well. When they, he moves the bone, and shattered, it's yeah, shattered wrist. Shattered wrist, no but there's no marks. There's no bruising. And then, yeah. like, they cut her open, and they pull her over. Oh, she's also got like. Um, like it, oh shit! Like it's it's basically trauma and and contusions on the inside of her cervix. So it's kind of like what you would see if you were being if you had been raped or stuff. But again, there's no like. There's something weird about that as well. There's not like any. I think like I don't know. I can't remember, but it's just like a lot of these things. Like the she's getting all these injuries, but there's 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 no marks for it. Like it's all internal, nothing external. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. And then they look at her. Yeah, oh, her tongue's been cut off. Her tongue had been severed. Ooh! Fucking gross. Oh, and this bit, this bit here, I love this bit. Her nose twitches, blood comes out. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, And and then the fly flies out of her nose. No, I don't want it. I don't (laughs) like it. No, shit like that is why I want to get cremated. Like, yeah. She's got she's got uh, a molar missing, and then they find thread down her throat. That's right. Yeah. Um, so they sort of surmise that her teeth have been pulled by thread, and then she's yeah. got like scarring on her lungs and her heart, but there's no cuts. How the fuck does she get knife wounds? But no cuts. Oh, that's, yeah, she's got like lungs. Of, of, like, oh no, yeah. Is it like 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 a smoker or just like like, like yeah like no? I think it's her throat has got like. Like she's inhaled like a ton of smoke or something. I think like she's been yeah. burned. Ha, like, it is, it's, and it starts. This is when shit starts to crank up because obviously discovering all this fucked up shit with this this yeah. corpse. Oh, and there was but something. Then, I was it under her nails? They found some sort of botanical which Pete. could only be found. Yeah, it was it, it was Pete. Yes, right. Yeah, nails, and could it only could only be discovered up in Salem. Uh, up 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 in the north. Up, up north but up yeah north. up in the north beyond the wall but yeah and then they start piecing it's like and like as an audience we're kind of going well she's a witch or she's at least been suspected of witchcraft because these are all a lot of it is very sort of typical torture methods for the Salem witch trials you know yeah um, yeah and and generally just, you know, torturing of women, especially the sexual, like, sexually implied stuff. And then they open up her... Is this the bit when they open her out? And they've got... She's got all of these, like, scars, but they're, like, runes? Is that now or is that later? Uh, because we've 
basically got like eerie music and thunder. And oh yeah, that's right. And on the, ra- the radio as well. Is like uh, sort of bang, banging around. That's right. Yeah, it's all the, and, and, the, and the music noises. is like so atmospheric. Like the music and the sound design in this film, fuck me. Excellent. Yeah. Like really good. This is um, what this is why it annoys I mean, me that like the horror isn't better recognized and like like you don't get sound design like you do in horror movies. I swear, like just don't. It's just but not for mm. creating such an emotion like such evoking such like a response. Like you have great sound design, it's all very natural, but sound design to evoke some sort of response from its audience, you just don't get it like you do in horror. And this is like no. a prime example of like it done so fucking well. It's yeah. so oh, creepy. absolutely, absolutely! It's really good. So creepy. Uh, yeah, so he's like going up to <coughs> and he looks in the mirror, uh, and he sees someone. But then there's someone behind him, and he turns around, and then there's like no, no one there. Oh, that's and right. It's one of those start... like those look around the corner mirrors that you get in corridors. Yeah, and you start. This shit starts happening, and it's and it's beyond... really, really eerie, yeah. and it's really effective. And it's clearly the, something we're bordering into supernatural stuff now. Like it's it's not yeah. just your average Joe day at work. And then they have the radio, and the radio sort of changes statement stations, and it starts playing the song. And then the radio host said, "I've got it quoted." It goes, "One thing, because there's this massive storm going on outside, like thunder, rain. There's been weather warnings. Like go home." And they're like, no, we've got to do this. We're going to stay here overnight and we're going to get this sorted for because the, the, the sheriff needs it and we're safe here. We're underground. We're going to get it done. But like, the, as you this, say, like the lights are flashing. Everything's all kind of a bit haywire. This is one storm you don't want to get caught in. Yeah. And then he turns around. He's like, one thing's for sure. You're not going anywhere. But the way it's done, it's like, it's like aimed at them. You know, like as an audience, we sort of see it being like, yeah, they're not going anywhere, you know, and it's very threatening. And um, what's the word? Uh, oh, what's the word? What's the fucking word, Matt? When it's Don't like, know. it's sorry, sorry, sorry. You just cut out a little bit, bit then foreboding, o- ominous and foreboding. <laughs> no, that's the word. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but this is the bit where where the um, they hear the, the the noise in the air vent. And they're right. going, and it's Stanley, Stanley it's the, the cat. cat. Oh, I hate oh. this bit. Wasn't I hate this bit? Wasn't Stanley what they called the cat in Alien? Uh, no. Was it not? I don't know. No, oh, no I don't think so. Called cat? No, it's got a name, and what it's happened? not Stanley. Oh, Four fucking hell! In Alien. Oh. Anyway, the the cat's really badly injured. I don't know what's happened to oh, it. Plus Jones. Um, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So the the dad, the dad snaps its neck and puts in the, oh yeah, puts it in the incinerator. I hated that bit. Didn't like it's it. horrible, isn't it? Like he's putting it out of its misery, but yes, I don't like that. Um, and at and this point, like... this point, um, they find the shroud in her stomach. Uh, right. and it's yeah and it's written with all the satanic satanic like type writing yeah. and then and there's they a open her up tooth, don't they? and there's a tooth oh, yeah, there's in a the tooth in there and that's her molar that's missing so they pulled out her molar wrapped it in the shroud and forced her to swallow it fucking that's... brutal isn't it <laughs> yeah i mean jesus christ this poor woman the fuck she do it's fucked and then oh, it's and, it's, and it's this part when they um 
pull back his skin, and that's where it's yeah. all tattooed. Yeah, it's the all inside. the are like on the inside of her flesh. That is fucking great. It's brilliant, isn't it? So cool. So cool. Like, yeah, that's just like, it's one of the images that really stick out in my mind for this film. Like the whole setup of that shot is just perfect. The way it's framed, the lighting, the angles, everything is just perfect for pure shock and disgust. It's just, oh. Yeah, so good. it's so great. It's such finesse filmmaking. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Trollhunter, but I feel like you can really see like the progression as a director, like between Trollhunter and this film. Like, there's just such a an like an elegance. I don't think is too strong of a word to this film. Do you know what elegance? I mean? Yeah, it's what's well, a finesse. Yeah, a, a, a finesse, it, finesse in his craft. Yeah, Definitely. well, I'd already used the word finesse, so I just didn't want to say Oh, sorry. <laughs> finesse, finesse. finesse. There's a real finesse to his, his finesse. His finesse, yeah. <laughs> like when you have to write a, an essay and you're trying to make up the word count. He finessed his finesse. His finesse. Yes. Finesse, finesse. Finesse, finesse. finesse. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, it, yeah, there's all sorts of, then, yeah, light start flickering out and going out and they're yeah. like literally let's just get the fuck out of here that this is this is way this too is fucked. fucked yeah and but like because they're both men of science as well and what i love is how they've gone from these very kind of like grounded men of science everything's rationalized everything's got an answer to their that that sort of like devolution of their belief structure and their their science to oh now we believe in the paranormal because there's just no way we can't it's literally being yeah. shoved down our throats. And I love that that arc. And I know it's something that you do see quite often in films, but I just think because we spend so much time with these characters and we we almost see the brain working and the brain trying to create some sort of logical response to this and just finding none. And we yeah, we nothing there's like nah. Yeah, and they just get completely the throw themselves it. into it. Yeah, it's just, it's so interesting to watch. It's done really well, I think. And and then this is where we get some really good jump scares, isn't it? So we get like Sewn up face, McFace. Well, yeah, the, the, basically they can't get out because because uh, obviously the weather's taking a turn for the worse, and it's like the, tree, the trees fall on the hatch, which they yeah, use to get out. Ground. Yeah, so they can't get out, so they're kind of stuck. Um, and, and then yeah, <laughs> oh, this bit. Then you start. To, then you hear the bell. <gasps> the on, bell ringing. Oh, it's so fucking scary. Like, oh my god. So, so fucking simple, but because of the implication of what that means by that bell ringing, it is fucking terrifying. Like, oh, just, I can't, I can't remember the last time I had seen a film use a tool so simply and it creates Mm. such a response. Like, it's so brilliant at creating that tension. It, oh, fucking bad. Just my nightmares, (laughs) honestly, like. And I was going to say as well, about them being trapped underground, the irony is, is that actually they're being underground is probably the safest place to be in a storm. But the irony yes. is, it's actually the, they're trying to get they're it stuck it's the in most there. unsafe. Yeah, they're stuck it's in there. It's, it's, it's really fucked up if you think about That's it. That's right. Like, they're trying and, to stay in one place they should be safe. So they can't get out. So they've got to hide. They've got to hide in the uh, like a changing room type room. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. Uh, lock the door because they can hear the bell, and then he's looking <laughs> underneath. 
Oh, no. Underneath the door to see. No. <laughs> and then, oh my God, then suddenly oh, see the, the feet suddenly appear. No, no. I'm literally freaking myself out right now. Like I'm bringing my feet up off the floor. I don't, <laughs> I don't like it. It's a great, great jump scare that. Oh, really, no. really good. Really good. It's so um, I don't like it. Yeah. Oh, this is, yeah. It's at this, at this point, it is fucking... It is. It starts really ramping up. Gets full on. The it's dad such gets a, a horror film, honestly, man. The, the dad gets attacked in the bathroom. Yeah. And gets kind of like badly beaten up, but there's actually nothing there. No, he's just. Uh, it's like oh, it's like um, but not funny. It's like uh, in Liar Liar. Liar Liar. You know where Jim Carrey starts beating himself up to try and get out <laughs> of court. <laughs> yes. But it's not funny. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they 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 had this little mini fight, and then they get out, and they think, right, well, we need to we need to burn this this body because it's clearly burn this satanic, satanic, or it's a witch or whatever. Let's just burn the fucking thing. Um, Wait, hang on. We had the girlfriend come back, yeah. No, not yet. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um. Yeah. So. It, Oh, that's right. So they go back into the into the uh, morgue, close the door. They're about to set fire to the thing, and then they oh, that's right. No, they get locked in. They can't get out. They can't get out, and that's when they see the sewn up woman's face in yeah. the gap. Yeah, oh, that's what I mean. Great. It's fucking. It's also fucking. It's fucking terrifying. It's, it's good. Um, it is good. So. They set, yeah, so they set the corpse on fire. Everything goes up in flames. Um, yeah. So they're like, oh, shit. They need to put the fire out because it's, it's, it's too intense. Well, uh, yeah, it, but, it literally sets the whole room basically on fire. Yeah. So they try and put it out. Or, or they do put it out. They do put it uh, out. And the body's totally intact. Yeah, totally unharmed. <laughs> not a, not even, like, a blister on her, nothing. Yeah. Her uh, hair's all there, everything. Her pubes too. <laughs> <laughs> pubes are still there. Pubes are still there. <laughs> Full throttle. Um, then they, that's right, and then they try and uh, escape and get in the lift. Uh, and that's when they hear the um, the bell zombie. The bell, yeah. Comes ringing. Uh, and they're mm. like, oh shit. And, that's, and the dad grabs the axe. And that's when... Uh, he says, right, open the door, and he just suddenly swings out the axe, and it's not the zombie, as everybody's expecting, uh, but it's the that's girlfriend. That's Hirsch who does it. That's not the dad who does it. It's oh, of course. Yes, it, yes, it is. Yeah, is it? He's all about, yeah it's all, and he's about to go, go hung on the fucking ghost, but it's not. It's her. And yeah, but it's, like, it's, it's the it's dad who does it, though. No, it's not. It's definitely the It son. is. Is it? No, it's the dad. It's the dad. Yeah. No, yeah, but I got, yeah, it is. But the dad grabs the axe and lunges out the bell zombie. But it's the girlfriend. They get in the elevator, but it gets stuck. Yeah, he's like looking yeah, at his son. He's just fun. like, no, it's definitely the dad. Oh, so he looks shit. at his son and he's like, oh, he's basically like looking at him like, okay. oh, fucking sorry. And then his son collapses sorry. on her and starts crying. So it's my bad. You know how Your it bad. is. It's all right. Um. Oh no! I meant like the son, the, the dad going my bad. Oh, my bad. <laughs> not not you for no, get, not getting me. your characters mixed up. 
no, it's fine. I don't care. It's all right. Um, it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, like dads are like, oh yeah, no, sorry, my bad. Like, I'll give you a moment. It's awkward. Yeah. It's a bit awkward. Um, but fair play as well. Like Emil Hirsch's performance here is so good. You know, the way like he just unravels at seeing his girlfriend dying and stuff. You know, because that's because he was going to go off with her, and you know they had this whole future plan together and everything, and you know, and now that's all vanished in literally a swing of an axe. Yeah, yeah. But it's, 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 I think this is great how they. This is how you, you suddenly, not suddenly see, but you really get a, a, um, a feel for the father-son relationship at this mm. point. I don't know. It's just like a real, really good family connection and interaction. Exactly. Is, yeah. It is is excellent. Are we talking about the same bit? Yeah, yeah. No, it's still that same sort of point. Um, uh, oh, we're where not are talking we now? about later. No, just, 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 just generally. Generally, just yeah. Generally it's like the whole movie. Film. Because as yeah. well, like even though um, Emil Hirsch is like clearly experienced as a mortician, like he's, you we have this whole bit at the beginning where his dad's teaching him, like, and he's. But he's encouraging. He's not, you know, because Emil Hirsch gets a cause of death wrong. Um, and but he's not like belittling. He's not like, oh god, son, you should have known that. He's like, no, nah, you're doing really well. Don't worry about it. Like it's fine. But we need to look at this, and we need to look at this. And you know, you can see that it's a very positive relationship, and it's very like healthy. And the mum's died, and so that's obviously brought them together as well. Um, you know, so like it's a really nurturing and in giving relationship between the two of them and it's really really lovely to see i feel like a lot of times like especially in horror movies we see like more of a toxic father-son dynamic just because you know that's often how serial killers and stuff are, <laughs> are nurtured <laughs> um and it's really nice and refreshing to sort of see the opposite yeah. of that here absolutely. absolutely and then see them work together and stuff and then like later on when further tragedy hits it just it makes it even harder hitting you know yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, which point are we, are we at now? Um, girlfriend's dead. Girlfriend's dead. They need to. I've got here. I like how they go into the white mist together to face her. Dad gets okay. attacked in the mist. He's all right. Don't remember the red mist. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember that bit either. White mist. Right, we'll just. We'll remember, just we'll oh, skip what, over what did that. I say? Red mist. Yeah, we'll skip. He over said that. red mist. Uh, they basically, and oh, that's right. That's a slip in it. They take they take a piece of her brain and check it under the microscope. Oh, and that's find, right. And they find out she's still alive. And like that it's, is it's fucked, what? isn't it? That's <laughs> so fucked up. It's so um, fucked up. And then they they check um, they check the uh, uh, the sun uh, checks the uh, the cloth. A satanic cloth that the tooth was wrapped in and he checked yes. that under a microscope and through that they discover that uh obviously it's satanic but that she's a witch from salem because it had like a had like the dating on it yeah it? and also as well didn't like the cloth or something come from like 300 years ago or something like they were able to carbon date it or whatever and it was like, that's right yeah um yeah. so basically and it just works out that any damage that she takes is transferred to anyone who gets involved yeah that's fucking great it's um, so good it's also like they had no chance there was no point that they were ever going to be okay because they how on earth were they ever to know 
that that yeah. was going to happen. Like there was just no way. So it's like a further double whammy. Like not only she's alive, not only is she a witch, not only is she like hundreds and hundreds of years old and still somehow, you know, ticking along, but also a fuck you. You're now fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The the dad at this point is basically says, right, he's he makes a pact with her yeah. that he will take the damage so long as his son is spared. Yeah. So basically anything that had happened to her then happens to him. So yeah. his wrists and his ankles start to break. He breathes out smoke uh, and his insides all get punctured. Yeah, yeah. And like he reaches, he, he tries to get a knife, doesn't he, to cut out his own tongue and stuff. And That's right. Completely. Uh, the colour returns back to her eyes. Um he's yeah he's basically in so much pain he begs begs his son to 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 basically to kill him. Give him but that's kill not him. the deal that wasn't that's the deal. not the deal no so no. you fucked up didn't you yeah so yeah so he does he stares and he dies he does stab him in it and he dies and he dies so but he doesn't die how she died no well, she doesn't die that's the whole thing isn't it because he's like because the the Salem witch hunters basically created her, like made her into a witch through her pain. And like, essentially she is immortal. Like she'll just live on, but like she has to endure all of this pain and still be alive, even though she appears dead kind of thing. Like that's, that's her punishment, which is so, I cannot think of a worse existence. Like I just can't. But that's the whole thing is that he's supposed to take that on in savour of his life, of his son's life. And then well, he doesn't because he dies of, I suppose, more natural, not natural causes, but, you know, his son yeah, stabs him yeah. as opposed to completing the ritual. Oh. Uh, that's it. So, yeah. and then, yeah, so the son's like, right, okay, my dad's dead. I'm, I'm getting out of here. i got to get out um, of here, yeah. And he thinks the police are there to, to rescue him. Yeah. And he's and he's about, about to get out of, of the basement, but he can't. Uh and then that's right. Then his dad appears right next to him. Yeah. When, he, when he's at the top of the stairs and he right. falls over and he dies. Yeah. Um, uh, then the police arrive trying to work out what had happened. Um, you know, why both these guys are dead. Yeah. Um, and the Jane Doe gets taken away. And it but all also, starts. Oh, there was oh. no storm. The radio announcement says, like, they've, like, oh, another lovely day. You know, it's been, like, two weeks since we've had any, like, or two weeks of sunshine and stuff. There was never a storm. I missed that. Did you? Yeah, like, the radio I missed that. Yeah, there was Ah. never a storm. So so they just basically couldn't get out because she wouldn't let them. Because she willed it. Yeah, she willed it. Oh, wow. Okay. And then she, like, created this false storm. And, like, because she was controlling the radio anyway because she was playing that song. And which is what was playing. I think it was playing in the house and it also plays in the ambulance as like they move her body uh, and stuff. Ah, right. And so she's like, control- so the, you know, the radio announcer saying, oh, the storm, don't go outside, whatever. Like that's all her. And like, she's obviously able to create hallucinations and stuff. So yeah, but there's never oh, been a storm. I see. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Missed that. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking cool, isn't it? Yeah. Very and she, cool. they come out and there's like no trauma to her body. There's no cuts. There's no autopsy, no nothing. It's exactly as she came exactly in as well. Exactly how uh, it was when she first goes oh. in. <laughs> yeah, and, and then so yeah, they take away the ambulance. What happens at the end of the ambulance? 
Uh, I can't remember. Do you not remember? So the radio no. changes to the song, and then the radio, the driver um, is like, "Oh, that's weird." And then it sort of like zooms out to the back of the ambulance, and her the bell rings, and her toe wiggles. Ah, yes, of course. And it also oh, here we go yeah. again. Here we go again. Um, so yeah, but yeah, no, nah, man, like this film, like oh, by the way, if people are wondering why I remembered this film a lot more than I did the other one, it's because I I did get a chance to rewatch this one a couple of days ago. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. I just didn't get a well, chance to watch the one. The reason why I I watched this exactly the same day as uh, Kill Baby Kill, but I remember this. <laughs> I do because it just it's sticks. more memorable, and also you had seen this one before. I had seen it before, but, uh, but it yeah, no, this this one really does stick stick with me. Yeah. Um, Overall, I'd basically say, look, I, I think this is excellent. It generally, uh, genuinely creeps me out, which is a real rarity mm. these days with horror. Mm. You know, you, you get you do get desensitized um, by by watching so much, uh, but this one still is fucking creepy. It's so well done. The uh, it's just those little subtleties. Uh, you know, the bell, mirrors, yeah. lighting and sound. It's all, yeah, um, yeah just really it's well utilised. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got pedestrianess. It really does. Um, it does. Um, it, it is a single location of sorts. Yeah, it is. I didn't even uh, think of that. Yeah, it is, really. Um, wow. Okay, there's loads of different rooms. We but got one. We got one. Yeah. Let's go back to it. Um, yeah, no, it, it actually, I think it, it works really, really well, really well. Um, it really does. They, they made it feel that this, you know, whole basement area to be quite bigger than it probably was, really. It just felt big. It felt like a... Yeah, it felt like a labyrinth. Underground yeah. labyrinth sort of I, thing. I think as well, like, if we had been flitting back and forth between different seas, that atmosphere would have been broken up. Like, all of that tension would have been broken up. Like, it's a slow burn, and it needs to be, because when it does, when shit does start hitting the fan, it's, like, you, all that tension is built, all of that hard work has been put in at, by the film and also as the audience, and then, like, it's it's all completely amped up. Whereas I think if we had been flitting back to say the police station or whatever, we'd have lost all of that and it wouldn't be anywhere near as impacting as it is. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I'm going to sneeze again. Hold on. Bless you. Bless, bless, bless you. <laughs> Oof, sorry. Yep. Third? Yep. No, I got it. It's all okay. good. Yeah, no, it's just, it's just great. It's, you know, really grim in parts. It's eerie. Mm. It's dark. It's got loads of really good jump scares. Um, and I, I just love how the the characters, you know, work work together and bounce off each other. It's just a great pair. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with all that. Um, other things I've sort of like picked up is, first off, I just feel like this is such an original concept. Like, I don't know any yeah. other film that has this idea of, like, you know, creating a witch through hatred and through torture. And, like, the the idea of how, like, the, the, the torment that has been put onto her and how that works. Like, I don't know a film that really does it in that way. I think that, like, you know, we've talked about the score, we've talked about the sound design, all of that, all of the stuff you're saying about the lighting, use of shadow and 
and everything and also as well like the effects are insanely good like so good from the burned body to the sewn up mouth to the autopsy and like the fact that it's all like anatomically correct it's you know they had that cons consultant and stuff making sure it was correct and everything like you know all of that the 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 emblems and sigils as well inside of her skin like as he said like it's it's like you know up there with anything else in horror in terms of shock and effectiveness and just fucking mm. it, you know yeah um yeah, and great. i really just love how you know the jane doe she becomes this third character despite having no lines she doesn't move like she's just it's, it's like an inanimate object but we learn about her just as much in fact probably more so than we learn about the characters who were animated and moving around and talking and have lines and whatever and i to be honest like i feel for her as a character like it's so rare to find a villain of the piece that like you genuinely feel sorry for like yeah she does all these terrible things but like she had so much terrible so many terrible things done to her for no reason other than bias and hatred and bigotry and you know and all of these things and you know it's it it's takes a really great script great acting and great direction to create a character out of nothing like that you know absolutely I yeah. Just, yeah absolute fucking kudos and like no wonder like andre went through that script in 45 minutes i would have done i'd have been fucking yeah eating. just just yeah just suck it all up you know, and like everything about the characters, all of it from Jane Doe to the father, son, everyone is all so relatable. Their backstories, especially like talking about the their mum and things, like not their mum, but his mum and his wife. You know, it's all very personal. It's things that we can yeah. relate to in some way or other. You know, we all have fond memories of yeah. our mother and things. And, you know, especially as well, I imagine for you with lately stuff like, you know, that stuff probably hit with you too. Mm -hmm. um, and stuff like, you know, and there's it's funny as well, like the bits of the pranks and the girlfriend, like it's a real kind of, there's some funny moments, but it doesn't let us, it, it kind of let, like, you can have that one because fucking buckle up for the rest of it, you know? Yes, and I love, exactly. I love that. It's great. Yeah, great. And it's really good. Yeah, that's, that's all I got on it. But like, I can't, I honestly, I can't really fault this film. Like, I don't, like the, apart from what you said at the beginning, like about like, maybe the opening scene is a little bit, like it's a little bit different okay. in tone. Yeah. And it's maybe not necessarily needed. Aside from that, though, and that is really only a major gripe. Like, I'm, you know, I'd be picking at it to find something, really. Yeah. All right, let's hit it with scores. Let's do it. You, you go, go first. first. No, go you first. go first. All right. Okay. Cool. So I got nine point five exposed wow. titties out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I upped it during the chat. It was nine, and now it's nine point five because I was like, I actually can't fault this, and it's not like quite a 10 like it's not like it's i don't know it's just it's not, it doesn't hit me in some ways that other films do that would be a 10 but i'll tell you what it's about as close as you're gonna get yeah oh good shout yeah i've gone for 8.5 unsingeable wow. titties out of 10 titties. i got exposed to it <laughs> love it unsingeable pubes yes <laughs> brilliant ace Got to bring it down Good a choice. bit, don't we? You can't have anything too serious. Um, no. Mate, eight point five—that's really fucking high for you. Is that the highest? It is. No, no. Mandy hired. Uh, that's like ooh, our first on. ever episode. Uh, hang on, no, we did the you, thing. Oh yeah, the th yeah, yeah. That I, mean, was I think. Episode, so I think oh. I did. I give give that. I 
gave that 10 out of 10, I think. Yeah, I mean, if any film's going to have a 10 out of 10, it's going to be a thing. It's got to be that. It's got to be that. It's, it's like the only perfect film for me. Really? Wow. But, uh, I mean, yeah. what right. film? Right, I have something a bit different for us. I have. Do you know? Some, yeah, I did some digging and I have some autopsy stories. Cool. Uh, yeah, so I got some autopsy horror stories, real ones. Oof. Okay, so I'm going to read these out. I've got like, oh, I've cut down, I've cut down to just like the best ones. So, um, this one's titled, uh, this is on, by the way, if anyone wants to check these out, thoughtcatalog.com. There's 25 in title. I will not be reading 25, um, but I just pick the best ones. But if anyone's interested in the others, it's thoughtcatalog.com. Okay. And then you could probably find it from there. Anyway, um, it's, Right, I still, this is what it's called. I still get the willies thinking about all those bugs pouring out, running around on the floor, flying around the room. <laughs> Intrigued. So it says, on a pathology rotation at the county medical examiner's office in medical school, this, in, um, well, that's not a sentence. All right. Um, we got called to a house that had been reported to have a horrible smell coming from inside. Cops had found uh, the owner who had died three weeks prior in the middle of summer. This person was a hoarder. House was full of old cans of cat food, newspapers going back decades, and VHS porn tapes. <laughs> Sounds like huh. um, Did the autopsy that afternoon in a special containment room. The body was absolutely full of all manners of insect life. Maggots, beetles, flies, roaches, everything. The smell was horrendous. I still oh. get the willies thinking about all those bugs pouring out, running around on the floor and flying around the room. Ugh. Isn't Brilliant. that rank? Uh, it is rank. This is why you don't hoard, people. Do not hoard. Don't, do not hoard. Do not hoard. Right, this one. I'm not going to read the titles because it turns out they're just quotes from the thing and it's taken time. Um, <laughs> uncomfortable. Being trapped in the morgue alone during a hurricane. Oh, like this film. Um, our morgue was basically in a basement type situation and the hospital was near a main waterway that flooded. I had to move all the bodies to the highest cabinets, pray the generators would keep everyone cold and was standing on my desk for about two hours when someone finally came for me. Bizarre would be drowned guy who was dead on arrival and once locked up in a cabinet, um, and once locked up in a cabinet, sorry, a tapping noise started coming from him. It was a crab that had made itself at home inside him. And when it got cold, he wanted out. Creepy, the creepy was when we got some people who were doing bath salts and had eaten other people. They looked crazy even in death. Oh, dear God. I know. Really? Rank. rank. All right, next one. Hold on, let me scroll down. Okay. A writing professor of mine used to work in small town journalism and decided to interview some folks from the local retirement home to get a close up view of his town's history. One of his interviews was an ancient retired mortician who told him a rather interesting story. Shortly before 1920, fuck me, it's over 100 years ago, two teens were going to a school dance in a blizzard. The carriage they had taken got stranded and the boy went for help. The girl unfortunately froze to death. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, froze to death in the carriage in an upright <laughs> seated position. Apparently the, yeah, apparently the mortician had to sit here in a rocking chair in front of the fire to thaw her out before he could go about his usual business. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, right. isn't it? Well weird. I work with the dead, procure eyes and corneas for transplants. And while I was working on one guy at the medical examiner's office, they brought in another guy whose cat had, had whose cats had eaten his face clean. Just his face, oh nothing else. Oh 
it was a sort of decaying but still what some somewhat normal looking dude with a bright halloween looking skull pit clean oh my god what the yeah jeez and let's not forget the guy in the decomp room who was just a pile of bones hair and leathery tissue paired with a bucket of goo <laughs> yeah bucket of right. goo I bet, I bet that smells. Yeah, wild. body Ugh. goo, man. Can you? No. Uh, it's, it, it's something like I... when you ever like go for a walk and suddenly you get a waft of death, and it's just it's it's I've one of those. I've never had that. You never had that? No, I've never had that. Okay, yeah, no. Well, obviously, I live out in the country. You live out in sticks, you, like dead foxes you know, or something. Yeah, just like dead animals, and you just suddenly come across it, and it's just like, oh. Apparently, Dear it's a completely Lord. unmistakable smell. Even if you've never smelled it before, you just know it's death. No, it's, it, yeah, it's it's something else. Man. I mean, the same, like, you find, like, a dead fish, and then, like, if you just poke it, and suddenly all this gas comes out, and it's just... Yeah, again, <gasps> not, grim. Not, not, not done that either. Don't do that. I'm not gonna. <laughs> fish smell bad enough as it is. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to go for a job at a mortician. They never gave me a call back. Probably because I heard, heard that you like to fuck corpses. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't like to. It's not a pastime. I've never done it. Just saying, if Harry, if Harry Henry Cavill, you know, was maybe an hour or so gone, and you know, all aboard. Got to take these opportunities while they come along. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm kidding. I would never fuck a corpse. I'm actually joking. Um, my cousin works for a funeral home that embalms the bodies. So first one, body of an Australian heavyweight was uh, brought in. Guy was all muscles and was covered in his own waist. He had to go get the body and they came close to him. Uh, so, and as they came close to him, the body sat straight up, looked around, spoke gibberish and just fell flat on the floor. The saddest thing about this was that his wife had put him in the cellar and chained him to his bed. They found him after there were so many complaints about smelling emanating from their house. Uh, Is that just not horrific? It is hideous. Like all of that, not one part of that is okay. <laughs> the second story from this guy, a bloater. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. It's, so for those who don't know, it's when the blo body gets bloated because it's been like submerged in water. Um, and the gases make and it rise. Everything. Float. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> and it bloat and the whole body bloats out and it becomes almost like unrecognizable. Anyway, a bloater, body of a recent high school graduate. He was found in a shallow part of a river and he was so pale and full of water. His uncle killed him because um the majority of his relatives were jealous that he got into a good college as a teacher's aide. Can you fucking imagine that? <laughs> like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Jesus. This one is about the only client my dad had ever ever had that died while he was on the job his name was joe joe loved to eat anything inedible it was compulsion that's actually they made that have you seen swallow that film i haven't seen it yet it's supposed to be good. yes i have yes is it good yes it is yeah yeah i need to watch it i like um hayley bennett as well it was a compulsion they had to uh, they had pumped his stomach so many times because of the amount of what he would eat he had his own room and he was not allowed to have anything that he could fit in his mouth. Joe was dying, so his relatives visited him. The doctor allowed them to give him whatever food he wanted because it wasn't going to change anything. His autopsy was like opening a disgusting piñata. Apparently, he couldn't poop because he'd swallowed so many solid objects, some of which were plastic wrappers, bottle caps, a rubber duck, cotton balls, sponges, Lego pieces, and even doll heads. 
Oh my god. Oh, can you imagine doing an autopsy and finding a fucking oh, doll's finding head? Finding all this there? shit. Oh my god. I mean, you know, the rest is fine, but a doll's head, no. A fucking nightmare for you. Absolutely oh, get good. fucked. Um, do I have another one? One more. Okay. What the fuck? Why have I not included this one? I don't know. Because it's a bit of a long one. I'm going to do it anyway because this is gross. Um, I spent some time picking up bodies from the medical examiner. There are many stories, some of my own and some of those I worked with, who I worked with. One um, which is usually popular is that of a woman who died in, on her own in the reservation town. We arrived and the cop on the scene was quite disgusted with the place. He was looking forward to being deployed back to Afghanistan to get away from this town. <laughs> Harsh. Um, the house... <laughs> The house when we arrived was an older house with several stories. The fence outside had been driven through by a car at some point. It was at night, of course. We entered the house, it was a complete mess. She was obviously a bit of a hoarder. I've seen much worse hoarders in this job, but she was on her way there. There was stuff piled everywhere. You couldn't tell what the floor was actually covered in because of all the garbage and paper and stuff ground into the floor. Probably hardwood underneath, but as it felt so much solid, but tough to say for sure. The second floor was up a spiral staircase. Great. And she was upstairs. Before we went up there, was up there. the cop told us that the dogs had got to her a little bit. We worked our way God. up the staircase to the door um, that he had indicated she was behind. When we opened the door, there was a body sitting in an office, chair facing the door. However, it was a skull on top of a body. The dogs had eaten all of the skin off her head. They had oh also God. ate her breasts and the implants from her breasts were on the floor. She had several small <laughs> dogs. They started eating each other before her. So there was bones from at least one, probably two dogs scattered around. She had died and was not able to feed the dogs, obviously. So they turned on each other and then her. The guy I was with started freaking out a little bit. It was a fairly disgusting sight, well beyond the average call that we went to. Uh, oh yeah, oh gross. You're trying to figure out how, <laughs> oh gross, let me share it with you. Um, You're trying to figure out how to get her out of the chair. She was decomposed, of course. So she was covered in blisters that bodies get covered in as they decompose. We have to gather as much of the body as we can. So he grabbed her implants, <laughs> of course he did. And what was left of her scalp with the hair attached off the floor. You don't want to pop oh. those as if you could avoid it. They are very pupil oh. when they leak out. In my partner's oh. of not knowing how to with her, he decided the easiest way to get her out of the chair was, um, was to kick the chair out from under her. So he did. She came crashing to the floor and the burst of blisters burst. It is now a horrible mess oh. of pus. We had our course oh. as obviously we aren't going to bring one with the wheels up the spiral staircase. We don't generally bring that up staircases at all, really. We set up the body bag and loaded her in. Of course, some of the fluids and whatnot got on outside of the body bag. We covered, we loaded her onto the stretcher and carried her out of the house. She stank up all, the minivan all the way back to the city. It was winter and quite cold, but we had to drive with all the windows down to try and survive the putrid odour. Oh. Gross. That, that is just utterly gross. Right, this is actually the last one. Wait, was it number 23 or number 24? 24. Okay, hold on. I think this is a bit shorter. Is it good? Yeah, it's very short, in fact. I've been in the body business for five years. I have a lot, a lot of fucked up stories, but I'll share this one. I got a call for a pickup at a hospital. The dispatcher said to bring two or three people because he was around 600 pounds. Oh, <sighs> I get there and look at his paperwork and it turns out this guy was only about 20 years old and the nurse told me something that I'll never forget. 
he had no congenital illnesses, which means that this kid ate so much that he got too fat to move by the time he was 18. And somehow someone was providing enough food for him to get over 600 pounds, barely out of puberty. When I got back to the crematorium with him, I weighed him on the scale and he was exactly six, six, six pounds. I couldn't <gasps> shut up. Oh my God. Yeah, I like that one because it was six, six, six. Six, six, six. That's spooky yeah. as hell. Like fucking Jesus. so gross. Like, yeah. They're, all of them are gross in some ways, but like those Some ones good are stories sort of there. Fucking gnarly, oh, it? Right. Oh, shit. That's it. That's it. That is That's it. it. What are we doing next, Matt? Because we've got well, Extreme August. Uh, we've got Extreme August uh, for our next episode, and we mm. have some guests. We do. Join us. We got the guys from The Horror Returns. Yes, we do. Us. We had Lance on before. We did um, American Werewolf in London, didn't we? And shit, what was We did. Uh, Midsommar. That's right, yeah. So we've had him on before, but we've not had the others. We've not had them all together. And it's the first time... Well, no, it's not. It won't be, actually, because we're recording with them straight after this on their show. And it's the first time we're all together. First time we're all together on our show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's going to be yeah. really cool. What, <laughs> what, what films? What films? Right. Jason? Well, Lance Lance has got pre-2000s, and yeah. he went for Salo or The 120 Days of Sodom by Pierre Paolo Pasolini from 1975. Fuck you, Pierre, and fuck you, Lance. Uh, I never yes. wanted to watch that film. No, I never Really? Watched. It was just one that I never had any desire, especially after you reviewed it in the Bio-Rennet Binets. You've, I, I think it's funny, as a horror fan, I think there's certain films that you need to have seen just so you can say that you've seen them. Look, um, I've already got a Serbian film and Irreversible under my belt. I'm I'm done. Like, well, I'm not apparently, am I? No, you're not. Of course not you're not. Apparently. <laughs> like, not apparently. Like, in terms of like the extreme, like, you've got to see these films. Like, But no, apparently Lance is bringing up fucking 120 Days of Sodom. That was his choice. So I, I, don't, know, I don't know if he's seen it before. Um, I don't think so. Has he not? I don't think so, but it'll be what? interesting to see. It will. It'll be an interesting chat, though, I reckon. Especially I think it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be good fun. It'll be good and then, fun. What's the second film? The second one is Brian's choice, and he's gone for 2022's Soft and Quiet. I just, when that came up in the chat, I was like, for fuck. Like, I was like, I obviously, anyone who's listened to my end of year show, that came in my top five of last year. It's a it, spoiler alert, fantastic film, right? I did <gasps> not think that I would have to watch that film for quite a fucking while, though. And guess what? You're watching it. And now I'm watching <laughs> it less than a year later. Excellent. Yeah. Eight months. Brilliant. So yeah, so it's like cool. Cheers, guys. Just fuck yeah. Over. But then that's what you get with extreme audience, uh, audience, August, and that's certainly <sighs> what you get with the with the horror turn. That's where you get. It's gonna be some extreme shit. No, manja, I mean, it's, manja. It's gonna be yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be an interesting and good fun episode. I think I'll be excited. I am excited. Absolutely. Cool. So that's yeah. So that's what we're watching next. I don't know where you can find it. Oh, soft and quiet. You can get on. Is it Shudder? Uh, just bear with me. I shall sure. find out. 120 uh, days I know you can't. You have to kind of go on to your blockbusters, at least in England, anyway. Uh, um, yeah, you, I'm gonna have to. Obviously, because I've got no internet, I'm gonna have to. Oh yeah. I'm gonna have to buy the Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, that's funny. oh yeah, no, I fucking rented it, didn't I, off Amazon? It wasn't on anything. For um, me. you can rent it off Amazon or you can rent it off YouTube. Stuff and quiet, oh. But which 
soft and quiet, but twenty hundred. Okay. Oh, well done. Think outside the box or just buy it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. So, shall I do where you can contact us and where you can find you us? You can. Because I don't think we did it on the last episode. I don't think. No. Because I was really drunk. Too pissed. Too pissed. <sighs> Definitely. Um, Cool. Right. So what are we doing? Right. You can find us obviously wherever you're listening to us now. But if you want to recommend us to anybody, um, you can find us on the Anchor website, anchor.fm. Something. Um, and you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And well, I was going to say Stitcher, but I think it's shut down now, isn't it? I think it, I'm not sure if it has yet, but it will be. It will be. But you can get Stitcher until it does um, and probably other places as well. But I just don't really know find us have a look but if you've got a, if you've got a, an android or an iphone or spotify you'll find us um you can also uh, contact us so we are active on the facebook page that is www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash edmison pod um and then we're also on instagram that is at edmison underscore podcast um so you can yeah find us there also um that's less interactive that's just more posting movie posters and memes and shit and but you can but you can also find the link for our anchor site there and it has all of the links to everywhere else um but the podcast page is where you want no sorry the facebook page is where you want to go if you want to interact properly like have little chats yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some good shit and you can find other people's stuff on there as well everyone sort of shares and shares alike it's a good community on there absolutely and yeah. we really, really appreciate everyone who follows us on our socials you can also email us um <laughs> jamie is the only one who does uh you can email us uh so we've got a new email address and it is um edonism shit is it edonism pod or edonism podcast <laughs> right, let me have a look um I I, well i set it up <laughs> i should know um where are we going where are we going it is edonismpodcast at gmail.com. Um, so you can email us there as well. Or you can DM us if you've got any suggestions or feedback or whatever. You know, yeah. you, can, you can always DM us on Facebook or on Instagram. It's all good. And give us a rating on, on yeah. a- Apple, please. Yeah, Apple. Come on. Wherever. Oh, take a minute. Five stars, please. It all helps. Nothing it all helps. Five stars. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, 100%. But yeah, no, we really appreciate everyone who gets involved and listens. Like, you guys are all amazing. Um, but yeah, if you'd like to give us a little rating, we would appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, that's it, isn't it? That's it. That's my life. It. Cool. Well, we've got 10 minutes right. before we're recording with the horror podcast, guys. So I'm going to go top up my drink. Sounds like a plan. we'll see you on the flip-flop. See you on the flip-flop. Bye. Love you guys. Love Bye. you. Bye. Bye.